it's bottled soccer talk number 26 virtual edition part two um 26 what what, what player is that uh, uh well immediately for me it's mares but yeah, there if you, you want to pick another player i know you might want to pick i don't know that's it's such a random number right not too many players wear it. but all i could tell you that nah i'll, I'll save it for next week but t- right now yeah riyad mares mares yeah probably the best number 26 out right now oh yeah for sure yeah so again number 26 bottled soccer talk two guys two minds and two socially distanced pints mm-hmm. um Sure. How you doing, man? Are you feeling better? Feeling better. Uh, you know, it's a weird recovery process, I'll tell you that. But, you know, you get through the the bad stuff first, and then you go through a few other battles. Feeling better, though, all in all. I just can't wait to kind of put this behind me, though, and kind of readapt myself to normal lifestyle. But I'll tell you what, the best thing so far has been that I've been able to kick back and watch damn near every game. Mm-hmm. And... I even moved all my stuff to my room, including my Xbox and stuff for, you know, where I watch my stuff. And, and I have a big television in my room. So I've been just in my bed watching every game and I see every player up close. Uh, so I'm pretty lucky right now. It's going to be kind of hard to get back into the swing of things because this is this is kind of a privileged life right here. I'm living right now. But that's the silver lining, I guess. Yeah, but check your privilege, anyways. bro. I know, man. I need to check my privilege. But anyways, how how are you doing, man? How'd you I'm enjoy good. this week? Yeah. yeah, no, there's been just so much football. It's so hard to keep a track of. These midweek uh, match weeks are, like, they, they fuck with you because, yeah, you know, you just, you know, with work and everything, it's tough to catch those games that you usually want to. And, uh, you know, right now I'm, I'm actually watching the Liverpool-Tottenham match. Which is pretty good so far. I, I do like the contrast of styles, but we'll get into the deets, the dirty, the dirty, 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 yes, uh, in sir. a bit. Um, but uh, I can't imagine that you're fe- you're feeling all that great because your club isn't doing all that great, man. They're they're not horrible, and uh, obviously, you know, just off of you've been spoiled, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Exactly. You're in fifth place right now. Correct. You know, yeah. Mo- most teams are like, fuck, we're, we're overachieving if we're in fifth place. But for you guys, it's, that means you stink. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no, you're in eighth place as it stands with a game in hand. Right. Um, but anyway, you know, I guess it could be worse. I guess you could have two losses in a row. But that, that Manchester derby was not what we thought it would be. Right. Um, but, That's the thing. We don't mm-hmm. lose much this year. We just we keep fucking drawing, 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 drawing. It's like we're artists, you know, it's like that's <laughs> all we do. We we draw and and we'll get into that later and why I think that's happening, but yeah, I've definitely seen better days, brother. I'll tell you that. All right, man. Well, let's dive in. Let's fuck it. Let's just we'll do it live. Mhm. We'll do it live. We're here. Um <laughs> so you you want to discuss the City game first, the West uh, against West Brom or we'll or run just down. Talk- we'll run down. Yeah. And then get to it when we need to. Uh so uh uh, starting match week number 12, I think it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it match week 12? Yeah, match week 12 on Friday, this past Friday. Uh, West Ham visiting Leeds United. Um, That was actually a pretty good match on paper, uh, given the, the way both teams were playing. And right. uh, Leeds got up early and then eventually <laughs> ended up losing 2-1. to one. Yeah, man. I, I hate West Ham. Like, 
I mean, I don't hate them. I like them, actually. I like their players, but I hate the way they play because, dude, they'll, they'll only beat you with set pieces or, <laughs> like, the odd cross or something. And, and that's how these guys scored, a center back and a center defensive mid. Um, yeah, tough result for, for Bielsa's men, but, you know, they'll see better days for sure. Their uh, leads are just like the most exciting team in the league, I think, right now. And the way they press and everything with the Bielsa ball, uh, which he just so happened this week to have managed the most games for any club that he's managed, 114 games, which is basically nothing for for most managers anyway for having a good tenure. Most teams will have most managers that have that record or close to that record are going to have like 400, 500 matches. But this guy just a little over 100. And that's a record for him. Kind of speaks to his uh, personality. Yeah, totally. Very volatile. Um, so moving on from that, uh, again, West Ham wins 2-1. to one. And sorry, I'm distracted by watching the game. I, I just, there was a passage of play. I apologize. Um, uh, Aston Villa uh, visits uh, Wolverhampton. Yep, in the Midlands derby. <laughs> Yeah, great game. Great game. Uh, I mean, it wasn't the most exciting game, but, you know, it was, uh, you know, uh, both teams got a red card, which was funny late in the game, but it was just a, a neck and neck match. You know, it was a proper dar- uh, derby. And in the end, Villa a bit lucky to get a penalty and, and El Ghazi sinks it and gets the much needed three points for the villains and, and a result that hurts for, for the Wolves and their, you know, the fans because it's just a. Uh, it's a big derby for these people because you know it's not it's not so often that both teams are in the prem so i, I love these kind of matches and uh yeah i think i i called i i expected villa to win i, I just didn't think it was going to be this close but respect to uh wolves yeah yeah it's um it's interesting how wolves are up and down they're just they're really on a roller coaster um but speaking of villa did you see the video of Jack Grealish, um, uh, drunk driving, mm-hmm. or drink driving as they call it. Yeah, you know, I had seen that video a while back, but it was unverified, and the Midlands police came out and verified it that it was indeed Jack Grealish. And ah, man, it's it's beyond me to to clown on him or or to shit on him for that. People not a good make look. mistakes. It's not a good look for sure, and it sets a bad example. And when you're that rich, bro. Get a fucking Uber, man. <laughs> right? Come, like, what's on, the dude. point? Like, you're me, already. Yeah. Go ahead. Go I know. I mean, me, I get it. I get it. Like, I mean, even it's not justified then, but if 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 an Uber for me is twenty five bucks, I'm thinking about it a little bit. I'm like, hey, man, I'd ra- I'd rather keep those twenty five. But bro, you're you're Jack Grealish. Yeah, that shouldn't be happening. And it was during COVID, uh, the first bouts of COVID, where there was very you know restringent lockdown rules and he was violating that as well just a bad look on him but like i said i'm not gonna shit on him i'm not you know i'm not no saint myself but yeah it looks bad and thankfully you know no one got injured that's the important part um and it wasn't at a high velocity or anything but yeah he had to be proper smack to be uh crashing into the curb like that (laughs) yeah yeah it was just a funny video um, I saw the headline right, and it made it sound like it was like really bad. 
And again, drunk driving isn't all that great. It's not a good thing. It's not, you know. Right. Um, but <laughs> the headline that I read, it was on Reddit, um, and people really overreacting. And I'm like, I, I don't want to say overreacting, but um, just very being very harsh about it. Like, this is horrible what he's doing and stuff like that. And I hadn't seen the video. And when I finally see the video, I thought he was like in like a c- active city street or something. He's in a parking lot backing into, I think it was a van and, and a car on the other side. Yeah, his, yeah, it was like a small residential area. You yeah, know? yeah, it was just like a parking little thing. And uh, he's in a white range. And then the next video is him speeding on the freeway on the, mm-hmm. uh, what, what do they call it? In, in the, yeah, it was like a, well, they, every like major freeway has like, it's, it has an M in front of it. And then there's like a number after it. I forget the number, but it's like. Uh, he was on the M four five, something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. And then, they, yeah, what do they call it? A swerving. speedway or something like that? A speedway, yeah, yeah. The speedway. So he, he's speeding in there in front of a cop in a black range. Like it's a whole different car. I'm like, how many yeah. does this motherfucker have? Ah uh, man. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, I mean uh, like I said, man, I just got a speeding ticket like maybe like two months ago, three months ago. Mm-hmm. Like I it's it happens, but you know, you it, when you're an athlete and you're at that level, you got to start moving different. You know, you got to start being more thoughtful about how you're perceived. And yeah, of course. For the greater good, you know, you have your privilege. You don't have to necessarily put yourself in those uh, positions. But, but yeah, yeah, that was interesting for sure. Yeah. So um, moving on. Uh, Newcastle host West Brom. Newcastle wins. I think you sent me a yeah video of the uh, Almiron goal, which was was pretty nice. Yeah, he's pretty good, man. Uh, I like him. He's a. I mean, it was an early goal. I think it was the the quickest Newcastle goal in Premier League era. So I thought that was pretty cool, and it's kind of a testament to his style. He's a speedster. He's kind of a prick, you know, high pressing, um, kind of a pest on the press, you could even say. And uh, mm-hmm. but you know. Given all that, once he's in the moment to to really you know make it or break it, he al- he's always pretty good about it, and uh, he finished that with a technical finish. Really, you could tell it's not like oh like a toe poke or you know he just kind of got lucky. Now nah, he he did it with intention and a uh, good player for sure. Yeah, uh, for me my favorite player from that team, truthfully, just slightly rivaled by Maximin, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, good result. It, it's so crazy because. Uh, Newcastle finds their way up to 17 points with the game in hand as well. Mm-hmm. And they're right underneath the top half. So they're in 14th, and then the top half starts with 20 points. So they can find themselves in a good position after a couple of wins. Um, and as far as I remember, they're actually getting a decent amount of results. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Uh, not today, but we'll get into that later. But um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a good, uh, good team. You know, um, I'd say like better than they, than they have been in recent seasons. They actually, I mean, last season they were great with uh, Rafa Benitez by their standards. Yeah. But Steve Bruce has actually done a pretty decent job. So yeah, my respects. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there. That's that on that. I don't really have much else to say about that game. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's it. Yeah. Following is the Manchester Derby, uh, United versus City. Right. I think it was our game of the week, and uh, it turns out to be the stinker of the week. 
If I'm yeah. remembering correctly, I think it was the only game that ended with no goals. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess it's a better result for United. Mm-hmm. Since, well, I don't even know. I don't know if I want to say that. Um, I would say that they're going to be more satisfied with the result, like more content, if you will. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but this is my this is kind of just my opinion, and I might be wrong for it. I don't know, but I think that most teams this season, when they face City, they're content with the draw. In fact, that's their goal, with the exception of maybe Liverpool. Although, you know, I'll give credit to United, though. And I told you this when uh, when we were texting. I was like, I like the way United came out because they actually tried to take the game to us a few times. And they didn't set up a low block like most teams do. However, in most cases this wow. season, teams are going to they're going to do, do that. They're going to play a low block against us. And if they get a draw, they'll be happy. Because uh, getting a point against City, based off the reputation we have in the last two seasons, three seasons, is a good result, especially when you're away from home or vice versa, whatever. And then if you're able to snag a goal and get all three, then it's a big dub. And um, in United's case, truthfully, they didn't threaten us a whole lot. Um, there was a few moments. I think actually for me the most threatening moment was when Rashford gets the ball in the box. There were shots for penalties. For a penalty, I should say it didn't go yeah. through. Rightfully yeah, so, offside. in my opinion. And yeah, he was offside. Mm-hmm. Kyle Walker, you know, he's always kind of uh, a bit sloppy in the box. He's, he's just yeah. such a big body. He's, well, he has a reputation for being rash. Mm-hmm. Rash on Rashford. On Rashford, yeah, exactly. And I mean, that was uh, truthfully the most uh, threatened I felt by United was at that point. And a few times where Bruno Fernandez was kind of lingering around the area. He but had a other, pretty good shot from long distance, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, he did have that. That yeah. Why those does that match feel like it's two weeks, weeks ago? Maybe I just <laughs> wanted just to forget so it. Games. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't memorable, that's for sure. And then uh, City had their chances. Truthfully, there's like uh, Gabriel Jesus had a a chance. Uh, Mares had a chance. Sterling had a few. Well, there's a, there's Gabriel Jesus again, just playing with his food. He's in the box. He's looking to lay it off onto uh, De Bruyne, and uh, instead of finishing, Bruyne, he should have turned around and finished. He was in an excellent position. He just should have first-timed it, but for some reason, he always needs to overhandle the ball. Um, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, um, we're talking about this. I guess this is a perfect time to talk It's about it. Um, is Pep really on the hot seat? Um, well, like I said... Anyway, for his yeah, for his standards for sure. Um, and this is kind of a trend that's always followed. You know, you look at him back at Barca, back at Bayern. The Ooh. first two seasons were amazing. First three or whatever, you know, wins the league comfortably. Always struggles in the Champions League. Well, more so with Bayern, um, and and especially with City now. But um, I think he's approaching that stage where um, he's been found out and. You can't discredit and underestimate the advantage that opposing managers have on a, a manager like Guardiola after facing him for three, four years, not only two times a season, sometimes even three or four times, including cup games, right? So you really know how to play him now. And 
um, you know, in, in this day and age of analytics, uh, opposing coaches and their staff, especially analytics is so big now and they see, OK, this team played City this way. And every time City have played a team that, you know, condenses back with the, you know, against Guardiola's tactics, they tend to get either at least a point or more. And honestly, I think the the league knows that now, man. And um, and truthfully, I think for us to win a league again, it's not going to be with Guardiola anymore, unless he comes up with a totally different sch- schematic. It's not going to happen again. Well, so, my opinion, my opinion, yeah. and, I, and I have two cents about that is that uh, he's gone in with a different formation this year. Uh, he's a little more defensive minded. And as we talked right before we started recording is that he's, um, he's, I mean, you could tell by the signings that he's made. He's wow. Curtis Jones is pretty silky. Oh, he had a nice few, uh, some, some yeah, nice he's... touches and a little uh, back heel type pass. Yeah. He's pretty or, like, soft. Side heel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, going back to, uh, my opinion on Wardiola's just judging by the, Ooh, I Wow. Uh, just judging by the signings that he's made, it, it's obvious that he's been more defensive minded. You know, there, there's been a lot, a whole lot made about how much money he spent on defenders. Uh, half a billion, I think it is. It's been. Mm-hmm. So he wants. He, I feel like he's trying to, trying to dispel the notion that he's not a defensive mastermind or he's not defensive minded at all or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like they, they're lacking an attack. Like you said, they don't have a replacement for David Silva, and they don't have a replacement for Yaya Toure. Uh, Gabriel Jesus, man, I don't think he's, I don't think he's at the caliber of playing for a team like Manchester City. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't. Uh, that's that's probably harsh. He's a good player in his own right. He presses. He does all the intangibles right. But what you need from your striker is selfish. Uh, you need to be more of an asshole and you need to be able to finish Raheem Sterling. I think it's time for them to sell him. Oh, man, uh, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. You know, those two players alone, replacing them with higher tier players. I don't have anyone in mind um, off the top of my head that I can say, you know, get this guy instead. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. you, maybe you have a better grasp on that, but you know, Ferran Torres, I don't know. Maybe it's a fluke, but he's he's who who they've been benefiting from the most this season. I mean, yeah. Aguero, as good as he is, as a as much of a monster as he's been for the club, he can't stay healthy, man. You can't rely on him to to have a run of games, and mm-hmm. uh, that's that's been the problem. De Bruyne, he's been more or less man marked the whole season. So, like while while his stats are are decent and all. He just hasn't been able to show it um, on the pitch, uh, like, throughout the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So, I agree. Uh, yeah, I feel like if Pep wants to extend his stay or to make the most of his stay, because they're still in a good position. It's not like it's not like you guys are, like, that far off where, where the league is way out of reach. I mean, you're at 20 points. Liverpool's at 28 points. You still have a game in hand. And uh, you guys can string together results. Um, you, you're not going to be playing the way you guys did in the last, uh, was it 17, 18 season? Mm-hmm. Was that the last season that you guys won? Mm, I think so. Uh, 
unless 1819 actually i think uh no no sorry yeah that no, wasn't no, that was no, like... no no 1819 yeah because liverpool oh. got 1920 and before that we got uh 1819 oh, you guys got yeah but 1819 wasn't as dominant as 1718 for sure yeah. um but yeah, no, you made a lot of good points there, I have to say. And I agree with most of what you said. Uh, when it comes to the defensive spending, though, it was it was necessary because we literally got rid of all of our defense with the exception of Vincent Company and Otamendi. Like, we got rid of Kolodov. And that's another thing. You guys lost the uh, company's leadership. Oh, I yeah. I don't know if anyone's stepped up like that. And, no. and leadership. Yeah. You can chalk it up to like, oh well, you know that's that's not really a factor. But look at Madrid when Sergio Ramos is on the pitch. Yeah, I think we've strung together four wins in a row mm-hmm. with one goal conceded. You know that that's that's a huge difference. So someone like Company, who was your talisman, who was your go-to guy to rile up the troops, because Pep has his his unique way of leading, right? And yeah. he's kind of abrasive. He is. He, even he had, uh, you know, uh, headbuttings with with company himself. You know, um, yeah, I, I agree, man. We are missing that leader for sure. Mm-hmm. It's Definitely. not going to be uh, KDB. It's not going to be Fernandinho. Um. Mm-hmm. And, and truthfully, bro, I don't think it's going to be Pep. And I, you know me, I love Pep. I love yeah. Pep. And, and everything is brought to us. But I, like, I'm of the opinion that even if we invested in the attack. With the 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 way we're playing, it doesn't matter because, dude, like even we were. No, nah, I won't touch on West Brom yet, but like. Well, city city isn't city because because they're not attacking as good as they should be. Their city was known for the way they attack, and you're just not. You're you're getting you're retaining a lot of possession, and you're passing the ball, you're pinging it, boom, 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 but you're not doing anything with it because there's no one there's no one to do that you know, that X factor thing out of nowhere. And Ryan I don't Sterling think, yeah, is, I don't think anybody can, to be fair. I, the way teams are setting up against us, I'm telling you, man, we could have Messi, prime Messi right now. I don't know if we can score on other teams and teams struggle to score against us because they're so far back. I don't think it's so much because we have improved so much defensively or that Pep went out to become this defensive side like Simeone because we spend the majority of our time in the opponent's half trying to get away and we get angles but literally there's a player blocking and then the player behind them and then the goalie now the probability of making a shot against that is very slim and even if you have the best striker in the world the best mid i don't know if it's possible That's well, the, why... yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, the, the the city formula is get to the end zone and, and pass back and get a you know squared off finish right yeah yeah and i hate that by the way i hate that that's I that the that. old usa well, the USA was was a lot more robotic. Yeah, no, this is clean. But, it, they they yeah. do it well. I just the, wish the, had a the long fluidness time. is gone. It Honestly, is. It, it's it's not there. It's not the same as it was in that one season uh, with the hundred, you know, the Centurion season. Oh yeah, and that's because teams didn't know how to set up against us yet because they were trying I don't to. Know. I feel like I feel like uh, well, yeah, I guess that first season was like everyone taking a challenge, like we're going to play the man to man, but. You know, a team that's based on possession, all those teams, uh, Bayern Munich, um, who else bases their their uh, their attack on possession? Before Barcelona, um, you know. 
but I don't know so much now. But there's a lot of teams that they're they're gonna sit back. You know, most teams are gonna sit back against those guys. They're just trying to play a spoiler. They're not necessarily trying to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah, City. I feel like their players. You gotta get rid of Gundogan. Gundogan is more or less. Yeah, he he's he's rotation for sure. Yeah, he's a rotation guy. I don't. I'm not his biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, I know we've gone a, a good while on City, but uh, United. You know, well, we have their problems, and it's not like they're going anywhere. The United problems. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's not much else to be said. But it, it's it, it's crazy how City. How much, how much less dominant they are, you know, and, uh, you know, possession doesn't mean you're better. As, as tough it is, as it is to accept, it, that, that doesn't mean that you're necessarily. Possessions, right. for me, it means you're better only when you have the shots to account for them. And we have the shots. We have the shots and we have the possession. There's no, not, not much else we can do besides put the ball behind the net. And there's been moments where it's down to bottling. But I don't even think that's the problem anymore. It's beyond bottling. It's like I said, it's just it's tough, and it sounds like a cheap excuse because I'm blaming it on the opposition. Credit to them, they found a way to stop us. And man, like, and we'll just I will, you know, I don't want to talk too much about City anymore because we're gonna touch on them a little later. Talk about the West Brom match, but yeah, man. Um, I will say this though, uh, City in a cup match in a one, you know, a one-off game. I think. We're beating most teams because they can't do that shit on us in, in a game like that. They got to win. You can't just sit back and just take the draw, you know, and that's what, that's the point I was making to my friend. Um, but, yeah, as for United, though, respect for the way they came out. Um, I don't know, man. I know you don't like old Gunnar Solskjaer, mm-hmm. but I feel like maybe with another offseason under his belt, he might be able to come up with something. You know, you know the good thing about Solskjaer, and I know I'm, like, super critical of him? Mm-hmm. He's he's not rigid in his ideology. And I think that's the problem with a lot of managers like Pep and Mourinho to that, you know, to that end is they're very – they're not flexible in the way they approach the game. They're, they're going to approach it the way they want to, and that's the only – that's the only way, right? Right. And Solskjaer has shown that – he can he can pull off a possession game. He can do the countering, and he can do the high pressing. We he's shown that, so I'll, I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, he's shown range. Uh, exactly. He's just the problem is he doesn't have an identity, um, which isn't always a problem. Isn't mm-hmm. always a problem because it makes it hard to predict. Um, so yeah, we'll see, man. Um, anyways, on the boringest match in, in in from the from the week, we just went off so long on it. <laughs> We could, yeah, we could just move on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could talk about this for hours, I feel. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, f- so moving on to that. Uh, so they draw 0-0 donuts. Yeah. Um, the next match, maybe it's a resurgence. I don't know. But Everton beat Chelsea 1-0. Mm-hmm. Um, big result. Yeah. Big result for Everton. <laughs> yeah. The uh, guilty uh, Sigurdsson uh, penalty. And, uh, you know, I told myself that I'm going to stop being so hard on Chelsea because I sound like a dick. Um, Uh, Just on my, just. uh, (laughs) You're just just checking yourself. Unashamedly 
just going off on them when I don't have to sometimes. But no, they can't beat a half uh, a top half team. I think even a top twelve team. And you're like, well, they didn't lose some of those matches. Okay, but with all that money that was invested, and again, it, it bears it bears a uh, it bears talking about because it's a huge amount that they spent on on a bunch of players, mm-hmm. and they're not getting clean sheets anymore. So was was the uh, was a clean sheet streak an, an illusion? I don't know. I I wouldn't. I I don't think that's the case because I think this game very very well could have been a clean sheet as well. Respect to Everton though, they got a, a penalty rightfully called and they they converted right. But let's say the penalty doesn't happen, the probability of Chelsea winning was just way higher than theirs. They played better. Um, you know, not not by much in the little moments that Everton had the ball. They they did well with it, but. I felt like Chelsea uh, were there. They were just missing the finishing touch. Um, but I'm not saying this as Chelsea are title contenders, but they're, they're a good top four shout. But the fact that they can't convert results like this one, for example, it just goes to show you that, yeah, they're definitely missing. Well, to be fair, this game Pulisic didn't play. Uh, but, you know, they're missing that it factor. And, and uh, you know, they just don't have it. They don't have so- it. Right. So Giroud before this has had a pretty good run of games where he's been scoring at a decent rate, mm-hmm. um, at a really good rate. You know, I don't want to minimize it against good teams. So yeah, against good opposition. Mm-hmm. Do we? Oh my God, Bergwine! Whoa! Wow, that's a sitter. Um, that's a tough. Sorry, one. I got. Yeah, yeah, I got. Uh, I got sidetracked. So you you can't bench him, right? Because he's actually shown you that he's he's scoring. Right. He's scoring in big moments, and he's scoring a lot, which Werner hasn't been. So do you start? Is it appropriate to start Giroud? Yeah, yeah, but you start Giroud and you put Werner on, on the wing, on the right wing. And that's what they did on, the sec- on their second game, uh, which we'll discuss later. This game, ah, they just they cocked it, man. I think tactically they cocked it, and um, they got they got a, you know, they got sniped for it. Havertz hasn't been the player that we thought he was gonna be. I'll be straight up with you. And I was his biggest fan at Leverkusen, my favorite player in the league at the time. And so, this system just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Well, what system? Um. So. Uh, the elaborate system that Frank Lampard runs, <laughs> I wouldn't expect you layman guys to... Nah, just kidding. No, I can't um, even front. I don't know. But, I, you know, and I did send you this earlier, uh, the Havertz quotes after this game, where he talks about how hard it is yeah, to let's talk about manage that the ball. Yeah. yeah, and he talks about the difference in tempo from the Bundesliga in Germany to England and how England is a lot rougher, high press, mm-hmm. uh, very, much more physical. And me, already knowing that, I thought Havertz was... With what he showed us in Germany, I was like, he'll have the ability to, to adapt, but he hasn't, man. Um, so I thought that's interesting. However, I will say this. I hope Chelsea are patient with him because mm-hmm. another very, very good midfielder, I'll say the best midfielder at the moment, Kevin De Bruyne had the same problem when he first arrived from Wolfsburg. And they and this was under different times when Mourinho was there. It was about a 10-game stretch, and Mourinho said, fuck it. I'm, I'm done with this kid. 
send them send them back to Wolfsburg or send them back to Werder Bremen. So I will say that Wolfsburg. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he played for both. Like the first oh, time okay, he went so to Germany. Okay, so Werder Bremen, then to Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg, yeah, and then. But I mean, I feel like that's something that could be happening with Havertz. He's gonna need a lot more time to adapt because I think well, he has a skill. He yeah, just looks well, lost right. Now. We gotta be fair and and acknowledge that he was out with COVID for a good while. So you don't know what kind of you what know. Toll that took on him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if if it did at all, I, I don't want to. Because I don't remember hearing any reports that he was like in bad shape. But I don't think most of these guys were. They're they're pretty healthy people, man. Pogba Pogs said that he was affected pretty badly. Oh, did he? Wow. Yeah, he said that it was tough for him to breathe and like to to get runs in and take deep breaths. You know, for what man. that's worth. Um, I feel so, that. Bro. And, and and I'm like kind of letting my biases because I I was high on him too. So I'm giving him. You know the fair shake, whereas I'm I'm harder on Ver- Werner. Having said that, Werner hasn't been out with COVID. He's been playing every game, and uh, he's been You're like, their hey, focal point. You wonder what's your excuse, huh? <laughs> yeah, and he's and he has a lot more experience, I think, right? But to be Holy. fair though, but I think Werner has been much better than Havertz in the season's totality. Uh, but I, I get what you're saying though, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Chelsea is a big question mark. There's some days where they look really good. Or maybe not even really good. Good enough, I should say. They, well, they, I mean, they look really good against lower half opposition. Oh, so <laughs> I'm sorry, Sevilla. Don't mind him. Okay, fair enough. Okay, that, yeah. And that's thanks to... Fucking hell. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Everton gives the business to Chelsea. Oh, ah, just kidding. They don't give them the business. But yeah, they they got the three points. Chelsea. Oh, okay. uh, Everton needed that. Everton needed that for sure. Yeah. They needed three. They were on a pretty mm-hmm. bad slide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so moving on on Sunday, uh, Southampton hosted Sheffield United. Uh, we don't we don't call them Sheffield. We call them Sheffield United. Uh, <laughs> So you, we don't want to confuse them with Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's a big that's a big L, you know, as Chris Wilder reminded us. <laughs> but uh yeah, Southampton put a three piece on uh on Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. And uh Sheffield United, man, they're fuck. They're they're tragic this season. Yeah. Twelve games, one draw, eleven losses, couple of heartbreakers for them, but that's uh, one point, man. Could it be the Dean Henderson effect? Could be the Dean Henderson. That that might have something to do with it. Yeah. And uh, would would this be a good time to bring up uh, uh, Billich, or do you want to talk about that in a bit? Yeah, yeah we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit because I think okay. they after after this uh, well. Yeah, yeah, we, we should just talk let's about talk about it, it later because yeah, because that ties in with the city and anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on from that, Southampton puts three pieces on on Southampton, all from different players: Che mm-hmm. Adams, Stuart Armstrong, and Nathan Redmond. Uh, they're good, man. They're a legit good team. Yeah, they're very good. I like them. Um, they always do that every time. Like they'll be good, like and then they'll go on a two-year like a mid streak where they're just barely like a 12 seed or something. Yeah. Now they're back to, to that eight to six range 
I mean, right now they're higher well, than that. But. Well, and they always have like, and and it just so happens that in that time frame, mm-hmm. they'll have that one player that is going to be a superstar in a couple of years. And in my opinion, that's going to be uh, Ward Prowse. Yeah, Ward Prowse. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Che Adams is looking like a player too. He's Both a good player. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, Ward he's a good player. Superior. Yeah, Ward Prowse. But, is the guy. Ward Prowse is is going to be the guy for somebody. He's going to be like that eighty million dollar player uh and if not a season's time next next off season yeah but to be fair he couldn't lace uh jack Grealish's boots but that's not my business oh, well they're different players they're different uh, styles uh, well Grealish's style well okay so can can james route prowse can james ward prowse at least drive jack Grealish's range rover for sure but <laughs> i don't he know if he can boots, keep but he can drive his car but he can't keep up with my boy Mountie, though. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. Mason Mount? Ah, uh, not nah, just kidding. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, he's a player, man. I like him a lot. Probably will be their player of the season if he keeps keeps it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, But, yeah, moving on, Uh, the next match. You know, we haven't had a bottler in a while. And uh, I feel like this is a good time to talk about um, the bottler, or bottlers, I should say, uh, of the week. Um. Tottenham draws with Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace isn't a terrible team, but top of the league, Tottenham mm-hmm. should be beating Crystal Palace. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they looked like they were going to, but in the end, uh, Crystal Palace drew. But speaking of bottlers, bottlers of the week have to be the top six. Oh, none in general. Them, none yeah. of them uh, got any wins. Which is crazy. We're talking about Chelsea, Arsenal, both Manchester clubs, Liverpool, and um, Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, they're all uh, all bottlers. None this of them. This is the most. Yeah, this is the most open league ever, man. Nobody's so crazy. Nobody's safe, bro. Tell me. Nobody's yeah. safe. Yeah, it's so crazy. Which is good. It's I like fun. it. Yeah, it's fun. It's not good for the. For the betting men out there, but it's it's good for us that watch it for entertainment. This is the worst year to bet on on sports, man. I'm oh telling man, you. I know. <laughs> Unless you want to bet on the Lakers. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's neither here nor there, is it? Oh no, it's not. No, it's not. Ah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Tottenham draws with uh, with uh, Crystal Palace, and it's funny because. Uh, you said it last week that you can't sit back against Palace. There's no way. Right. And uh, <laughs> they win after it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they they didn't stick to their game plan. And uh, with that, because Mourinho Mourinho wants that two zero, like he wants to win every single game two zero. If he doesn't have that two zero, yeah. he's just not comfortable. It's not a you know not impressive to him. So. You know, they got caught, and uh, that's all she wrote. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, I mean, Crystal Palace uh, conceded possession to Tottenham. Tottenham dominated that, or not even dominated, but had more of it. But the shots were there. Palace had their shots, and Palace Palace have a lot going forward. So, yeah, man, I'm telling you. I mean, when it's a big club, it's justified to sit back. But when you're playing a team like Palace, you, sh- you got to go at their neck. They did, but they showed us that that's not their game style. So, 
yeah, man. It's uh like I'm telling you, I, I feel like they're a bit one dimensional. Um, but it's still early. They have time to adjust, but interesting for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um They have a they have a few good players though. As a he's he's a good player. Yeah. Obviously Zaha. Yeah, Zaha. But the the keeper in the end, man, that that free kick from uh from um Eric Dyer. Yeah. That was a nice save, man. A very good save. Guaita. Guaita. I always yeah. forget that Gary Cahill's still playing and then I see him in a in the <laughs> Crystal Palace kit. It's interesting. Yeah. Top look. Yeah. Uh so moving on from that, uh Liverpool draws with Fulham one one. Fulham, one of my picks for a relegation zone, which they're hovering yeah, they're tied for for eighteenth um, place, seventeenth place. They have nine points along with Burnley, uh, although Burnley have two games in hand over them. Um, but yeah, um, that's a one-one draw that Liverpool needs to be winning. But I gotta give credit to Fulham, man. They they showed up and they had a really good attitude. Mm-hmm. I don't like I kind of like their manager. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what Fred the hell's is his name? I want to say Scott Parker. Is that, is yeah, that yeah, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. I'm, I'm almost certain. Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain. I could probably find that for you right now. Uh, well, before I, I, I maybe you can get a hold of that, but it, it's, it's, it's uh, a to say uh, Bobby De Cordova Reed. Oh my God! Yeah. What he's a play, player! Really good. What yeah, a he's player! Really good. I, I really like his game. Mm-hmm. I really like his game a lot. Uh, he's, uh, he's always high pressing. And when mm-hmm. he has the ball, he's he's tricky. His speed and his uh, I, I don't know. He wasn't even playing in the beginning of the season. They were giving it to Mitrovic, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Mitro. Yeah, and uh, you know, the traditional not yeah. Scott Parker is the manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he's shown he's got a pretty good head, and uh, you know, um, I like a Cavalero, good player. From Fulham. Yeah. Another one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um uh, they have they, they they have pretty good foundation in, yeah. in terms of in terms of players. It's just kind of putting it together. So I don't I don't think they'll stay in the relegation after watching that game. They kinda of talked me out of my uh my pick for relegation battle, but um they, they do have a lot of work to do for sure. They just yeah, they just started hitting their form and my favorite player is uh, Anthony Robinson, the American, the left back. Um, he got man of the match uh, in this game, actually, funny enough. Uh, so, I mean, just a, a really good player. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to go to a big club next season, um, if not the following. But, yeah, man. Um, bargain signing, I think they got him for, like, $3 million from Wigan. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy was actually supposed to go to AC Milan. But I guess he failed the medical. Um, they were saying, I don't know if it was for a heart issue or something like that, but uh, proper bargain for Fulham, and they'll be making mad money off of him yeah. when the time comes. Yeah. And Lookman, our former bottler, good player. Yeah. Uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek played his ass off. Yeah. I mean, he's butt sometimes, but Literally. you never know with him. Literally cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, can't forget... Uh, Real Madrid legend Alfonso Areola. Areola. 
<laughs> PSG legend, yeah. Great. Hey, man, you know what? He's a proper keeper, though. He's Even good. He had a, he had a few good saves. Yeah. Granted, like, you know, uh, a lot of keepers look better than they are. Well, is that even fair to say if they're blocking? Because it's a numbers game, right? So if, if a team like Liverpool is just shooting and shooting and shooting, you know, you're, you're blocking most of them. So is it even right. fair to say that it's not, like, indicative of their actual ability? There's There's some truth to that. Um, but, you know, again, today you saw Allison, for example, concede a shot against uh, Sun, and he couldn't do shit on it. Well, there's yeah, moments... I mean, you can't really do stuff about that, but like. Right. But there's moments where, like, say, Ariola could have predicted that, let's just say. And, like, that's when you never really know. You never really know. But I think uh, it speaks good when you're making that many saves against top, top opposition. Yeah, of course. And uh, that's, that's a, yeah, that's my only reserve there but yeah you do face more shots you know even tim howard broke the record for most saves in the world cup match because he had a shite center back partnership in front of him of course he is he's gonna make that many saves right but uh it's the quality of the saves for me though um because I, I remember when just last week they were playing city and Ariola was he they, he easily took off like two three goals from us could have been a five nil routing but he uh he keeps them in the game which is important you know with, um yeah, uh, I'm sorry, man. I I totally didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, finish finish what were you saying? Oh no no, I was I was done. I was just uh, glossing on that guy on uh, Ariola. So it, we're talking about keepers right now, and I have in my notes here uh, Petr Cech's uh, note or uh, IG post. Yeah. About the uh, about the penalties. So recently they've they've actually always had this rule, I believe. Um, but. But they're really enforcing it this season. Is uh when keepers are in their when it's a penalty, keepers have to stay on their line. They can't come out. They can't jump out. And for the longest time, keepers would, and it would kind of drive me crazy because when I first started playing football, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I started training as a keeper. So, right. Um. It always drove me crazy that keepers would jump off their line like two, three yards to to block a penalty um <laughs> and uh they've been really strict on this rule where the keeper's f- foot has to be on the line if he's going to uh oh wow kane missed one uh <laughs> if, if there if it's a penalty he has to be on the line for uh for um the shot so they've been really strict and if they're anywhere off that line they're doing a re a redo, even if the player misses it or whatever. Um, I think it's interesting. I think it it bears some conversation. And he had a great idea of like let let there be like this like two yard buffer, where if the keeper's within that line or one yard buffer, if he's within that line, it's a fair save. If not, then you know redo it. Right. Um, they're the keepers are at a disadvantage in a penalty as it stands. Yeah. So it's uh, it's interesting to to at least touch on. No, uh, I agree. yeah. I mean, I the the funny thing is the first person I see like that post was Ederson. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this motherfucker would like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's so, it's so hard to block a penalty, especially these days too. Well, they have to guess. They're they're not even like. They're yeah. Not, 
they have zero time to react. They ha- you have to uh, guess. Yeah, and you're guess guessing, right. and and they're also doing that fuckery now where they they do pauses, they 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 jump which, up, which is which another is, thing that drives me fucking crazy because you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to pause. Oh. But they but they found uh they found loopholes where they do like a skipping penalty mm-hmm. or they do like a slow run up. Right. To, to circumvent those rules. Oh, and uh, I hate it. Oh, okay. Tell that to Bruno then, pal. No, I, I, I hate it. I hate uh, those <laughs> fucking penalties. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, above criticizing my own player. <laughs> nah, I know. Yeah, Joseph Martinez, uh, honorable mention there too. But yeah, I, I kind of like that. I, I would like to see that as well. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on from that. Um, where were we? Son of a bitch. Okay, uh, Fulham at Liverpool, 1-1. And then the most smashing grabbiest score of the season, Burnley beats Arsenal 1-0. Ah, uh, fuck, man. Yeah, shite match. Uh, Granite Shaka gets a red card, and then Obama Yang gets an own goal. He's got – well, he had more own goals than actual goals uh, this season. Mm-hmm. Man, it's tough. It's tough, man. I like Arsenal, and we keep going back to the managers. I feel like, uh, like Arteta's, like Arteta's. I don't want to say leash because that that just dehumanizes him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like like the uh, like the slack that he gets is still justified. But he does get a whole lot of it because I am I'm very critical of Lampard, very Lampardine. critical of Ole, and yeah. uh, for me to say, well, give give Arteta a chance, even though he's shown a lot less aptitude. I wouldn't say aptitude, but a lot less results. Than, but he got silverware. Yeah. He's got silverware, which the other two haven't. Yeah. In a shorter amount kick- of time. Yeah. Us. And, you know, Arsenal is so cheap that they probably don't want to pay for another uh, manager. Having They're said that, yeah. you should not be losing to Burnley. <sighs> Let me reiterate. You should not be losing to Burnley. <laughs> you should not be losing to Burnley. That's just... I hate Burnley. I honestly... I, they're up there with Chelsea in terms of my disdain. Seriously. <laughs> like they pride themselves in smash and grab. Yeah, that's their style. That's their that's their whole flow. Word for word, far far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And not to mention they have racist ass fans. I mean, not all of them, but a good chunk of them and I, I don't need that. Go back to the lower leagues like Millwall, you fucking bums. But uh, that's <laughs> yeah. just how yeah you know how a lot of like uh clubs hate each other like the the fans they'll, they'll shit on each other yeah are uh are burnley and millwall like that one meme where the they're shaking hands oh for sure <laughs> for sure yeah uh, two peas in a pot <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway burnley and arsenal man uh i like arsenal too much to see them in these dire straits man i really don't it hurts me, man. Yeah, it hurts me. I, I wish, I, like, listen, if they were first place, like Tottenham was 
uh, not not now, but how when they were, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Because it's Arteta. It's Arteta. I like him, man. Arteta. I think he's a genuine guy, you know? And uh, <laughs> given the last couple of games, uh, Arsenal and uh, City are playing pretty similar. A lot of crossing. Oh, very much so. And that's, <laughs> that's and like, again, that's... That's, that's that Pep DNA. Yeah, um, the Pep DNA, but that's a, that's the only way to really try to score on these teams, you know. If you get lucky, you get a bobble in there. I'm going to be honest, dude, and, and we'll discuss this in a little bit, but Salah's goal today was hella lucky. It yeah. wasn't like, it, it wasn't in a buildup, so it, when they play a low block, that's what you really rely on, just that luck. Yeah. And then But a this, lot of these teams, you know what they're lacking? Mm-hmm. Like, and in order to get that lucky, you need to shoot from long range, man. Oh, uh, thank you. Lock it in. I was going to wait for to tell you that, but yeah, that's a big, big deal. And I'll discuss that when we get yeah, into the West Brom yeah. match, but right, yeah. So, yeah. Arsenal, okay. mm-hmm. I hate to see it, man. I, I really hate to see it, but they, they lose to Burnley. Uh, so moving on, Lester puts a, another three-piece on Brighton. Brighton's everyone's little brother this season, it looks uh, like. Yeah. Just That's why you just walk up to me. I got it from here, little bro. <laughs> That's grimy. Yeah. I like your cut, G. Straight up. By the way, did you see Griezmann's cut today? Fresh. Oh, man. Oh, really? <laughs> I, was about, I was about to get all up in his DMs. He looked like a, one of those Instagram models with that hair. Uh, <laughs> Facts. Yeah, just God forbid Eden Hazard gets that hairstyle, huh? Uh, um. Anyway. Uh, Can you imagine Eden Hazard with anything but a fucking a bus cut, that Amber yeah. Rose cut? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, anyways, uh, let's let's give a a quick shout to James Madison, man. Oh my god, what a player, huh? The most elegant fucking player, hell. man. Fucking Disney yeah. prince. You know, what? he's like he reminds me of Jack Grealish almost, like with the kind of a uh, swag he oozes when he plays. You know, when he plays, confidence. He's so- He's saucy, man. Yeah. James Madison yeah. is saucy with it, man. Seriously, he's uh, got com- complete dominion over the ball and uh, very, very assured. Um, I don't know. Uh, Gareth Southgate has some thinking to do. Oh, do for want, sure. Do I want to keep calling up Mason Mount or do I give uh, James Madison a call? Uh, oh, yeah. I think he deserves it. Well, yeah, there there might be some politics in there, but uh, you know, like I said, Mason Mount is probably has some royal bloodline somewhere, and Queen Elizabeth is like sanctioning his his starting in every fucking game. But <laughs> yeah, James Madison, man, and and Jamie Vardy too, by the way. Uh, you know, he had a goal in this match. But he also he had a two two assists to James Madison, and, and uh, one of them one of them wasn't really like a creative oh. assist. Oh, well, one of them was all Madison. Yeah, I was gonna say that was a perler of a goal, man. Uh, you know, gets it on the right side of the pitch, few fakes, and then just left top pins, easy as you like. Uh, great player, man. And a standard routing. They should be beating Brighton three uh, 0 They should be, yeah. But I miss when my team scored three goals. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Anywho. Yeah. Um, moving on though, I don't know if you have any parting thoughts on Leicester. I don't. No, All I right. don't. Yeah. Alrighty. The less the better. Uh, moving so on. To do you Tuesday's talk, game. Two, yeah, two, we'll talk about that. Yeah, Tuesday's. Sure. 
Tuesday's matches, uh, Wolverhampton Wolves. <laughs> I'm gonna be Stephen A. <laughs> uh, I got my cigar. Ah, <laughs> Wolves beat Chelsea at the end of the match, two to one. Uh, ah, frustrating match. That's two losses in a row for Chelsea. Uh, and a continuation of their inability to beat a team that's not in the relegation zone. Um, yeah, tough game, man. It's, I don't, I don't even, I don't know what I can attribute it to. But to be fair, Wolves played a really good game. I watched this game in its entirety. Chelsea oh. were unlucky to not score on a few occasions, but man, Daniel Podence, man, what a player! Yeah, can we talk about how he, how he ate Havertz for lunch? Yeah, dude, he had him on the string the whole game, whole game. Um, <laughs> and you know, to be fair, it's not Havertz's job to be a defensive powerhouse, but this guy was just toying with him. He megged him, he yo-yoed him a few times, um, and it, and you know, had a belter of a goal. I might add too on. Oh yeah. I think he sat down Reese James, and then um, I forgot yeah. who was playing center half, but yeah, man. Two quality goals from from Wolves and Giroud as well had a a good shot at goal, but um, uh, the goalkeeper Rui Patricio should have done better with that. So I'm taking nothing away from Wolves. Fully deserved. Not they didn't dominate possession, but they had more shots, more shots on target. Respect, and you know. And then Neto, that's my boy. That's oh, my good, boy man. Neto. He's only 17, but he can run with the best of them. That's from training day, if you don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, at the very, at the dying second of the match, Neto comes in and, uh, that's all she wrote. Two to one. Chelsea on a losing streak. And, uh, yeah, not looking good for them right now. I, but they, as far as I know, they might have an easy match this weekend. Hopefully. Oh, no, they don't. They don't have an easy match. They have West Ham, so a London derby, if you will. Mm. Chelsea. uh, We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, So moving on from that, Chelsea, zero points out of six in the last two matches. Uh, And they ran away with one from Leeds. uh, Leeds, Leeds. uh, Yeah, moving on. uh, Manchester City. Hosting West Brom, West Bromwich Albion. Yes, Ties sir. One one, double hockey sticks. Yes, and sir. When we were talking about this match yesterday, you were like, you know, I'd be happy with the draw. I'm like, what? This is West Brom, man. You, that's a relegation team, man. They they have no business being in the same pitch as as City. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Seriously, they, yeah. There's just there's levels, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, somehow uh, City City let it happen, man. And uh, again, it's uh, ooh, ooh, Allison, that was a nice. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, City needs to uh needs to introspect a little bit. Maybe everyone needs to go on a little uh, trip to jo- Josh Tree and uh, do some shrooms. Yeah, maybe. I think uh, starting with the owner. Starting with the owner, grow some gonads, some cojones, hmm. talk to Pep, and be like, hey man, if we don't fucking finish top four this season, you're out of here, kid. 
You can even get though we just signed you, even though we just signed you an extension for two years. Yeah, but hey, man, it's it's a it's a results oriented business, as uh, the homie from the Sunderland Doc said. And <laughs> you know, City could have easily won this one nil, and we're not having this conversation right now. Because truthfully, the way City conceded was just dumb, dumb luck. Uh, Ruben Diaz own goal. Uh, West Brom brought nothing to this match. We scored a nice goal where uh, Raheem Sterling sets it up for Gundogan. It's the same story again. And I thought we were going to be drawn nil-nil. Once we went up 1-0, I was like, all right, shit, we're going to win. But uh, fucking blunder in defense. Um, their only shot on target, which came by via deflection. This result is misleading. However, um, like I said, man, this is going to be the reality for us this year, and in the league at least. It's going to be tough to get more than three points, or I'm not more than three points, more than one point in most cases. And, uh, you know, until uh, cup games is going to be different, but uh, league, this is going to be the reality, man. Um, Gundogan was the man of the match by far. Um, he came close with a header as well later in the game, had a free kick. Uh, that was really close too, but yeah, you live to see another day. Um, bad result, but just really unlucky, I'd say. I mean, 77 percent uh, percent possession, 26 shots to their five, seven on target to their one. Oye, pero no hay mucho que decir, tío. Sí, la están cagando. That's it. Yeah, and and that's the thing is la, la están cagando. <laughs> they're they're shitting the bed. Shouldn't uh, be. You shouldn't be drawing. No, no way around it, man. You, you should not be drawing. Like, you can, you can uh, chalk it up to the low block that they're putting up. But at the end of the day, man, it's your responsibility to play, play your game, and finish. Yeah, and yeah. but like, you City, know, the own goal was just so unlucky, yeah, man. Yeah, of course. We could have been, could have been an easy dub. But yeah. yeah. Anytime you have an own goal, I mean, you guys won off of a, an own goal from us in the champs. You know? Oh yeah. That you know, is anytime true. you have an old goal, it's just unfortunate. But to be fair, man, I, I had a point and I totally fucking forgot. What was my <laughs> God damn it? Um. Anyway, well, it's... actually, we should we should touch on Slav and Billich, who honestly got a great result. Yeah, I don't think it's for, down what, to him. Yeah, West Brom. I, I don't know if it's down to him, but yeah, for West Brom's result. standards, <laughs> that's a win. <laughs> Yeah, basically, and he gets sacked the next day. Uh, sacked. After getting a terrible budget, after recently promoting this team from the championship. Knowing that teams get a huge influx of cash when they get promoted, he still doesn't get, you know, money from from the from the board to to spend it on new players. It's quite dirty, if you ask me. Peter Lim esque for sure. Oh yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, frustrating game and uh, just gonna be the tell for the season, man. Well, well, that's that's a conversation that we should have. Is that you know, a oh, coach, yeah. a manager that's underperforming. At what point should they get the sack? Because like we said, Arteta is getting a pretty, pretty. Uh, he's not on a tight leash. He's getting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, benefit of the doubt, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this guy who's overachieving by getting a point against Manchester City gets uh, sacked. Mm-hmm. No, and replaced no less than Big Sam. Sam uh, 
Sam Allardyce. Allardyce. Yeah. Well, um, I think Gary Lineker made a good point, and and the the truth is that that decision was already made before the game even started. And I I think that's true. I don't know. I don't have proof, but I think that's true because it's the only way you, that can happen. Um, that they already well, had this in mind. You know. Yeah. Well, with an appointment that quick. Yeah. Exactly. Um. You know. It, it, you know. It does make sense. But at the same time, what what can you do with a relegation bound team? Oh yeah, it's tough. Like to think that a manager is gonna fix all your problems is naive. In halfway the through the season. Yeah. We're we're not quite at the halfway mark, but we're we're in in a good chunk where you have no off season to prepare. This guy is probably gonna bring in different players in, in January. Maybe because maybe I think yeah. West Brom. I mean, and this is I, I hate to use this. I hate to use this excuse. I should say, but the COVID shit is tough on these teams, especially teams mm-hmm. that don't have the funds. Which, which for me is like, why would you, why would you get a new manager? You're, now you're gonna have to spend more. You should have just kept them, you know. He wasn't. I mean, to be fair, on the table, he's he's pretty bad right now. West Brom, you know, he was doing pretty bad. Uh, Billage, but um, yeah, just a head scratcher. Um, but what do you want? Like when you're West Brom's board, right? Mm-hmm. And you make a big decision, or the president, CEO, whoever, whoever is the guy that makes that decision. Um. What do you want? He just what do you promoted want you. From me? Yeah. No, tell Facts. me what you want. No, 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 no. <laughs> what do you want? Facts. Uh, what do you want as as a as West Brom's manager? What are you expecting? Honestly, yeah. I would say like fuck. As long as you keep us in the league, you're fine. Yeah, and there's <laughs> like. There's still plenty of time for that. They're not Sheffield, you know. Chris yeah, Wilder, I don't think Chris Wilder's on the. I mean, he might be on the hot seat, but not as much as Village was, and that's just still a head scratcher. And well, and then this this brings up another discussion. Do do English managers have more of a? I don't know. Do they do they get a little more slack from the media than than foreign managers? Oh, for sure. Like, if I were to answer you, like, a Nigel Pearson, oh, of course, I do. You don't. You don't get the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. I'm English. You're not. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, bro. I, I think so, at least. Um, you know, you know, there's plenty of managers that see it at least to the last month of the season and then get the sack out of courtesy. You know, uh, managers like Nigel Pearson, uh, Tim Sherwood, you know, with Villa back in the day. I mean, they get sacked towards the end. This early, it makes sense. I feel like it's too early. I, I feel yeah. like it's way too early to say, maybe wait till the end of January or beginning of February to be like, okay, what you're doing is not the football that we wanted or that, that you advertised. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, forget forget the fact that they just got promoted. Forget the fact that they just, that, that they didn't spend any money. Um, maybe they couldn't. But you, I don't know. It's just there's levels, right? For Pep, the hot seat is getting a couple draws against teams that you shouldn't be drawing against, but still in the top eight. And for Village, uh, you know, the hot seat is uh, getting a point against uh, Manchester City. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, my you know what my parting thoughts are on this match though, and I you brought it up earlier. If we ah man, and I I don't recommend you watch this match because it was shit. But if you were to watch it, there was at least four instances where Rodri had a clear shot to take at the goal moving forward. Clear as day, man. Carvajal made a belter this weekend. Uh, a hell of a shot. This this fool can't even do that, man. And it was just taking me back to the time where we had Yaya Torre. Even David Silva, um, you know, they were hitting shots from outside the box and we're missing that. For De Bruyne, it's hard because he's getting man-marked. So as soon as he's around the 18-yard box, there's somebody at least two, three feet away from him. But we're missing that long shot specialist. And I think if instead of Rodri last season, we would have gone for somebody like Ruben Neves or, you know, players that can strike the ball from outside the box, that would come in so clutch right now. Cause, um, yeah. What about players that have any kind of pace at all? Uh, that's, the, that's the interesting thing, though. because Oh, well, compared to Rodri, yeah. Rodri's yeah, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. Man. Rodri's slow as shit. Like I say, I call him a tractor, man. <laughs> he, he's he's a big guy. He's a unit, and he's he's a center back at times for a reason. He shouldn't be playing that center attacking role if that's not his his position that he should be playing, right? So um, it's just it's frustrating to see, and I wish Pep would have his players practice more shots from outside the box, man, because that could be the the difference with between getting three points or drawing against a sorry-ass team like West Brom, with all due respect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all. My, that's my parting thoughts on that game, and I think that's something to look into. Um, you know you know who had our best long shot that day? Kyle Walker. That, it shouldn't Kyle be Walker, that, that way. It no, shouldn't it should have come from a fullback. <laughs> Even though Crad uh, <laughs> exactly. Bahia saved us this weekend. We'll get into that in a oh, second. That was, yeah, that was a nice strike. Yeah. Um, so... What City and West Brom double hockey sticks one to one, uh, two draws in a row for City, which constitutes somehow a crisis. I don't get it, but kind of is, especially with the dominance oh, yeah. that they've had in the recent years. So, you know, it sucks. Anyway, uh, Arsenal Southampton, another double hockey stick situation. Um, at least Obama Yang scored. Yeah, I'll tell you straight up, man. Uh, Arsenal were super unlucky. Super unlucky. They were, they played much better. Theo Walcott had a nice moment in the first half. Kind of goes out on a breakaway. Shows us the Jets that he polished up in London. Um, scores a nice little dink over... Uh, uh, who's their keeper right now? I'm forgetting right now. Um, you're, oh, you're talking about um, Arsenal? Yeah, Arsenal's keeper. I'm just, uh, Leno? I'm Burnt Leno? Burnt Leno, yeah, totally chipped them. And they scored the first one, right? But after that, it, and even before that, it was Arsenal doing most of the legwork. Um, Southampton are a good side this season. Yeah. You know, after the red card that Gabriel got, it was all Southampton. And truthfully, Arsenal were, were lucky not to lose this match. But when it was 11v11, Arsenal really should have won this match. And they'll be happy with the point. Arteta will. Um which is crazy to say because they should be beating Southampton, but not a bad team, as you and I both know. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, our Arsenal probably should have won this one, but Gabriel Megalias, uh gets a red card. I, by the way, it was such a dumb red card, too. Yeah. I don't agree with it. 
but probably the player of the season so far. Yeah, easily, easily. I mean, I think he scored more goals than Aubameyang. <laughs> I'm not mistaken. Aubameyang's at two now, so so we're we're good. Oh, they're tight. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess uh, yeah. Silver lining is they at least got a point, man, because it could have it easily yeah. could have been a, a third goal. I mean, a second goal for uh, for Southampton, because you know, 60th minute red card. You still got 30 minutes to play against 10 men, and they showed that man. The they, they made it best tough. Player. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know if you have any parting thoughts on that. Yeah, exactly. Moving on. So. Uh, Leeds, 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 Leeds beat Newcastle 5-2. to two. Whoa! Yeah. Holy shit. The match was 2-2 two to two for a good while, and all of a sudden, bink, bink, bink. Leeds, uh, Leeds poured on. And Leeds score from everywhere. I love that. I love that about them, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Like I love these these uh, full pressing high attack teams because everybody can eat, like everybody. And um, five goals, man, that's brilliant. And they should be, they should be scoring that much against a team like Newcastle, who for much of the game were actually in it. You know, they were in it up until yeah. the 77th minute. It was two-two, and then uh, you know Stuart Dallas gets his goal, Alioski and Jack Harrison, who by the way, man. For me, he was the man of the match. I don't. He probably even got the man of the match as it is, but uh, he set up the second goal. I, I could have swore the ball was gonna go out of bounds. He keeps it in with a touch and immediately crosses it into Rodrigo, and he does the works five two easy as you like. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they won because this season they've been unlucky sometimes. Leads despite playing better, they've they haven't caught in the full result. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leads. Uh. They're going to stay in the league. They're not going to get relegated. But they play fucking good. I love yeah. the way Leeds play. They leave it all out, out, out there on the pitch, no matter who they yeah. play. For sure. I rate that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on from that. Um, Leicester versus Everton. Good match on paper. Yeah. Everton yeah, good getting shit, a couple Everton. of good results in row. 2-0. Mm-hmm. Much needed. Much needed. Ancelotti is sleeping much more comfortably tonight for sure. Yeah. He's like, whew. Yeah. Much after, uh, it's like when you eat hot wings, you know? You get yeah. that little relief afterwards where the, the burn stops and you're like, wow, I'm glad I ate that. Facts. Uh. Glad I ate that. <laughs> Have a good old shag with the missus and move on, innit? <laughs> Canel. Yeah. Just wash your hands before. Oh, you, uh... please, please. No, don't be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, a goal from Richarlison and uh, Mason Holgate, yeah. and uh, that's enough to see out uh, Leicester with a clean sheet. And uh, that's all she wrote, boys. Yeah, good result. Well, Fulham versus Brighton with the donuts. We don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Uh, to be fair, good result for Fulham because they're just kind of amassing points now. Um, they're not. They're not looking as dire as before. Because remember before, they were losing like every fucking week. Now they're mm-hmm. actually getting shit together. So, I mean, they should be beating Brighton, to be fair. But, yeah. Mm, I don't know, Brighton. <sighs> I don't know. Um, Fulham, two points in a row. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're out of relegation zone for now. So, yeah. proper. Yeah. 
And uh, the match of the midweek match week, Liverpool hosting Tottenham Hotspur. And uh, wow, two to one. Two to one, uh, Liverpool wins. Uh, despite the injuries that they have, which now seems to be a little bit less. A few, only a few players are missing now. Uh, Thiago, for one, who wasn't part of the core that it, that it stands now. So it almost feels like most of Liverpool's out there, minus Van Dijk. And uh, they're getting results, man. They're winning. Yeah. And shit, man. They're top of the league. Yeah. The champions. The champions are leading the league, and uh, you wouldn't have it any other way. Unless you're a City fan. No, no. Hey, man. I told Yeah, like I said, I have a newfound perspective on them. If they get the double, I'm happy. I'm not happy, actually. I'm I'm, I'm content. I don't want to see you're, a team play the way... You don't have a problem with it. Exactly, because I, I I rate the way they came out, man, from, from the... And you saw it right now. Like, it's still fresh in your brain. From the moment the game went on, they took the game to Spurs, and... Any other result, a, a draw would have been okay, but a win, I think, reflects the nature of the game. And, um, yeah, man, I, I like the way they played. Uh, for me, Firmino was the man of the match, but Salah played, played well. Curtis Jones played well as well, by the way. I, I thought he was good. I don't. I wouldn't say he's the man of the match like some people are trying to make him out to be. But he mm-hmm. had a nice little, you know, a good moments of, of keeping the ball, a nice little show of techers here and there. I mean... Um, proper result for Liverpool. He's and, confident. And He's definitely confident on the yeah, pitch. He has He's that. He's not lacking for Leandro Ball swag, man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is the fourth ball brother. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Spurs uh, drop points two games in a row. So out of out of uh, a possible six, to me they were the hottest team in the league. But out of a possible six, they get one. And, uh, you know, if you want to get a title, if you want to be in contention for title, you got to do better than that. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with uh, with the low block, with countering. Um, maybe it's not entertaining, but it is football still. It's not anti-football, if you ask me. Um, it's practical, for sure. Um, and there, there's there's a lot of work to to something like that. You know, players want to have the ball. So for them to ignore that instinct and to accept a press, to accept a counter, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, when you're someone like uh, like Mourinho, you know, it deserves respect uh, to, to get that out of your players. For them to buy into your system like that, I think it, it deserves credit. Uh, then... But let me just give some credit to a few other managers. Uh, Sam Dyke. Okay, but they're they don't get results. They're not because top of the league. They don't have the, the they don't have a son. They don't have a cane. I mean, you could go through the whole lineup. I I think if you have the quality and the finances that Mourinho has available to him, I I'm not I'm not going to stand. He is, he is, but that's his style. That's his style. It always has been. See, I'm not, someone, I'm someone not surprised like, by it. like Big Sam is what, what they're known for is keeping teams out of relegation. What Mourinho is known for is getting titles. 
and Sam Dyke has never had the same squad value as as Mourinho. Not even close. There is, there is. But my point is, you can't expect to win a league playing like this. You might get some results, but when the real teams show up, the teams that play with heart and courage and take it to you, you're this is this is the result you're gonna get. And um, I'm glad Liverpool won. This is the style I favor. I mean, some people actually pride themselves in defensive football. I'm I I don't really like it. And then, um, but you know, the one thing I can say is that uh, Son continues playing at a top level, and he's really the only reason why. I mean, him and Kane are the reasons why they're still in this thing. But if it wasn't for them, we could be uh, I, talking. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Out of you, you can say what you will. But I, I feel like Mourinho's got, brought the best out of Son, out of Kane, out of even Steven Bergwine, Bergwine. Uh I mean, I don't know if, if it's really down to Mourinho. I think well, the, the well, position... Pochettino, Pochettino mm-hmm. played expansive football, attacking football, attractive football, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And they were nowhere near the level that they're at now. They're uh, not different players. Not in the league, but they went farther in Champions League while they're stumbling in Europa. And they also found goals from numerous players. Ericsson, Dele Ali, Dele Ali, who, who now is a fucking shell of himself. I, I mean, it's nice to see Son and, and Kane scoring and Bergwijn here and there. Lo Celso, maybe, if he's lucky to move forward like he was against City. However, I, got, I'm still going to favor He's got two it. players. He's got two players that are in the conversation for player of the year. And the rest of them are still stuck in the opposition area. In the top but that's of the none of my business. Not anymore, but they're up there. They're close. They're and not for place. long. Like yeah. I told you, they're pretenders, not contenders. Uh, they're, and they lost the, to the they lost to the champions. I, there's no there's no shame in that. Oh the champions that got stomped they out. Barely, they barely they barely lost. They 17. barely lost to the champions, might I add. And City and City played very well against Liverpool and Liverpool played very well against City only scored via penalty but um, they played they played back do, and we forth can't, we can't do triangle theory with with sports we can't we can't because then I would be saying that Crystal Palace is almost on Liverpool's because you're talking about uh, you're talking about Villa and stuff when and Manchester City when Tottenham put a two-piece on City yeah, yeah, but I mean, like I said, the stats, you know, clearly show who took the game to who. Now, you know, yeah, that doesn't style, mean you're better. Like, like I said earlier, possession doesn't mean you're better. How about shots on target or shots in general? That doesn't mean you're better. I think it. You does, can shoot and shoot if, all if day, I, but it doesn't mean you're the better team. Right, but if City have eight players in the box, then we can easily get that same result, you know. But eight? we actually have courage, and we're not cowards. We don't sit back. Oh, we don't stay in our shell cowardly. like Hermes. I don't think. I, I think. I think it takes an enormous amount of discipline to fight your instincts yeah. and and well, to a keep reason. your team from getting scored on. Uh, they lost reason. to the champs. There's no they shame. They lost in to the champs. The champs who are actually not even playing at their best, mind you. But even then, uh, they got a point. They keep getting results, the man. They're, they're playing pretty good. Liverpool's doing really well right now. They're really good, and then we realize they, they draw against Brighton, they lose to Villa, they draw against City, but they're good. Listen, this team this team is good, but every team in the league is having on and off results. I'm I'm just saying that it's gonna come down to who can actually you know 
get the results. Top and, three, and Liverpool's in top three goal differential. Right. They're and, doing uh, good, man. They're, they're a good team. They're legit. Oh, of good. course. And I'm we, not talk about, that away from, we talk about yeah. what they're lacking. Imagine when they're in full health. I mean, they're scary. They're a good team. They're a good team. I mean, I'm not taking and I and I was rooting for them, and I'm glad they won because they played, in my opinion, and this is opinion. It's like the same way if you like certain foods, you like certain music. They play the game the right way, the way the way I think it. It's it's at its best. It's when football's at its best, and that's why I hope you know they continue doing well. If if they're playing the way Tottenham was playing, I would have a totally different opinion. And you already know, I already hate Liverpool. For me to say that, it just tells you everything you need to know. Well, because they were a threat. Now, now that you guys aren't a threat to them. No, they're still a threat. up to them. They're still a threat, but I have a newfound appreciation for them because of the way they play as opposed to the guys who were supposed to be league favorites. But you know, slowly and surely, they're going to get exposed. There, There's there's going to be a point where... And my, I, I was loving every moment that Mourinho was heated today because he even had the nerve to say we were the better team fuck out of here playing like fucking sam dice sam allardyce and and gary monk and tim sherwood fuck out of here bro that's what happens man that's what happens man if if he could if he could play more attacking how many how many uh, league titles does he have in the prem how many league titles does he have uh in all of europe how many champions league does he have respect man respect 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 yeah not my style though so you could say that he's not good in cups but obviously he is he's won europa a couple of times He's won the league more than a couple of times. He he's a dinosaur. He's been in the he's been in the game for a while. I mean, I, I hope Mate, he wins that much. Relevant. Nah, that's that's grimy, bro. Because uh, Tottenham was still even really good with Pochettino. Not were, not, not in the but, league, maybe. They, but, but they the weren't they were where they're at in the in the prem. As they were actually not not currently, but they were always in the. There was moments. Um, I think they were never even first, like at any point. No, they were. They were, but for brief moments, though. For I, very. No, I, don't think, I don't think they were at all. I think that's no, the side that come out. No, I remember because there was moments where it's like, oh shit, Tottenham's up there, and then they they started falling falling off. But it was only because Liverpool and City were playing at at a tremendous level. Hey, yeah, um, I think I think the stat came out that they they were never in first, uh, since like 2010 or something like that. Well, for sure they were top three, and yeah. That's, Sure, but that's what Tottenham are now. But uh, po- but Mourinho's brought them to where Poch never did. Is my point. No, he did bring them there, but we're not celebrating first place when it's barely twelve oh, yeah. weeks in. No? That's no, the but, thing. But there were moments I, I think, where Tottenham well, up, to they say, were down. To say that Tottenham aren't uh, a contender because they lost to Liverpool is t- damn. Benz is so saucy. I'm not saying that. I mean, right now they're still a contender, but it's not gonna hold up for too you, long. Oh, okay, yeah. So you're saying that they're not gonna be, a, they're not gonna stay a contender. Yeah, like they started hot, yeah. but uh, there's only so much you they can didn't do. Even with start that. hot though. Did they snowballed into what they're where they're at now? Well, that's that's and, the thing. No, there's no team in the Premier League right now that is hot. No team at all. Every team has there's teams that started hot. Three. There's teams yeah. that that started cold. And then there's teams that snowballed, and I think Tottenham snowballed into where they're at. And there's no shame into losing to the champs, the way they did. Well, they deserve to lose. Let's not. Let's not even. Well, I don't know that. if they deserve to lose. Oh yeah, I mean, no. I mean, if you have an affinity for Mourinho, that's fine. But the stats say 
that they the should stats, have lost. The stats can say that that they fucking surrendered ninety percent possession, but they that doesn't mean that they were the worst team. They no, just no, didn't no. have the ball as much. They did more. They were more efficient. No, nah, I wouldn't say that, man, because Liverpool had more chances in total. Like Liverpool could have easily ran away with this match had it not been for you know how bad many moments. Sitters, how many sitters did uh did Liverpool miss that you can count? Because I was watching the game and I feel I feel like uh, Tottenham had more sitters that they missed than Liverpool did. Liverpool well, could shoot all they want, but. But there was no right. obvious misses that that they did have where you're like, but fuck, you, they should have scored that. You, you do clearly see the difference—the difference of shooting towards your goal when there's eight people there, and the difference between shooting when there's two people running back in transition. Yeah, they're, they're called of blocks. Course, they're gonna, they're, blocks. they're gonna, yeah. it's gonna look like clearer chances clearly when it's a counterattack. Right. But when, when they are, when they are clearer, they're, I mean, they're, they're, there's, there's not much to discuss there. They're clearer. Yeah. And when you're when you're shooting. I don't care if there's 12 people in the box. When you're shooting, when you're taking that shot, it's a bad shot. Right. But if save Liverpool have those players in the box, it's not those chances aren't that clear anymore, are they? That's the thing. That's well, the way I look at it. And you're talking about counterattacks that they're not going to be in the box. Right. So, so it's, it's let, tough. The po- it's, go ahead. No, no, no. My point is that if if Liverpool decided to play like Spurs, Spurs wouldn't have scored. But the thing is, Liverpool took the game to Spurs all fucking match. And that's why they had more possession and more shots in total, and they came out with the win deservedly. They should have probably been by more. Spurs had clear chances but only Spurs, because they countered. Oh. Spurs counter against two, three defenders. Well, and, and clear chances are clear chances. They're they're bottles or they're they're unfortunate misses, whatever you want to call it. But they're clear the chances. I, and I, feel I didn't like, see any bottles. I didn't see any bottles from Spurs. Um, Maybe the Bergwijn post, and even Bergwijn, then he, he scored Price, another goal. Post, and then uh, the the Kane header where where it bounced downwards and then over the the crossbar, and then yeah. maybe another Bergwijn miss. But those are clear chances, and I don't see Liverpool having those. I didn't well, yeah. see Liverpool having those clear chances. And then I mind, know, mind you, a couple of those weren't even clear. I don't see how the chances can be clear when there's that much opposition in the box. Of course, they Liverpool didn't counter Spurs. They didn't have those kind of opportunities. That's exactly. Not the way so, so they're not clear. So that doesn't mean that they were taking efficient shots for they were let's see so, here. I don't know how they're Every supposed to shots take on goal. Shots. What's that? I don't know how they're supposed to take efficient shots when Tottenham is parked in the in their own box. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's it's really hard to do that. I don't. Yeah. That's the same it, reason. It's hard, and uh, it's not Tottenham's responsibility to make it easy for Liverpool. And then it, it's and then so if Liverpool would have parked the bus and made it tough for for Spurs, and they wouldn't have gotten a shot on target, it's the same thing. You know, what I mean, it's, it it is, but but they didn't, and uh, and and Liverpool the won the game all, deservedly. That's that's how I feel. Maybe maybe deservedly. I don't I don't feel like like in sports you deserve it. Right, I, I know that there's a better team, and then there's a there's a worse team, and I don't think there was that much splitting both teams. Both teams played their style the way they wanted to. Right, right, right. I Tottenham, mean, I, Tottenham played the I, way I, they wanted to, and yeah. Tottenham plays the way they they want to every time. They force yeah. they force the opposition to play in, into their style, and and I feel like like Mourinho's a master at that. And as frustrating as it is, as as uninteresting as it may seem sometimes, that's their goal. 
they want to frustrate you. They want they want to absorb, 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 and then unleash with the cane and so on the counter perfectly. And they and they typically do. Yeah, Which, but you know, uh, eventually that kind of luck runs out. I don't think it's luck because that's their plan. Ah uh, man, um, I guess if that's how you feel, that's how you feel, man. But I mean, I'm I I look at the reality, I look at the numbers, and and by the looks of it, Liverpool deserved to win, and by the eye test, they deserved to win, and they won. They they won, they won, and Tottenham still sit in second place. Tottenham mm-hmm. are still a top contender. Mm-hmm. Tottenham tied against Palace just before this game, but they're they're a top contender. I mean. It's only going to last so long, man. I mean, like you said, uh, like you keep bringing up, Liverpool lost 7-2 to two to uh, Aston Villa, who's sitting, I don't even know anymore. That was uh, like seven weeks ago, six weeks ago. Well, you keep bringing yeah. it up. Well, I didn't bring it up now. I was just bringing you up did. the game that happened. No, I brought it up earlier, but we're mm-hmm. having a different conversation. Yeah, Aston Villa in, in 11th place. Again, yeah. man, it's... it's uh, they're, both teams are are in contention to win the title. Yeah, and my prediction is that Tottenham is going to continue to flounder because teams know how to play them now. You could you could literally play the way Palace played against them and come out with the point. Same way with City, you could sit back against them, you come out with the point. Um, Liverpool respect man, they took the game to them. Took the game to them. They had ten defenders in the box at times, man. I'm glad Liverpool won because that would have been a tough L to take, or even a draw would have been unfair. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on, man. Let's move on. Let's move on from that match. Uh, both teams do what they want to do, and uh, like you said, uh, Liverpool came out on top. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how they go on, but uh, the it's always it's always good to see two top teams go at each other, and almost come out fifty fifty. I like mm. it. I like it. I wouldn't say that, but I thought it was a lot more dominant. I mean, I mean when you talk about, all right, we're 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 going in circles now, man. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like we're talking about shots on target. Liverpool had five times more, and seventy six percent. And only one goal more. Yeah, and it could have been more. Is my point. And but the, you're not understanding they, they that had, because but they had no chances. They had of no more course, chances. Man. How can you have a clear chance when there's ten people in the box, That's brother? That's the strategy. Thinking. I mean, okay. what else do you want? Do you want them to be like, hey, hey, uh, you you guys want to score whenever you want? Of course no, not. No, no. But like, say if Liverpool played them the same way, then maybe Spurs aren't even scoring a goal. You know what I mean? But I get it. Uh, and then I know Liverpool aren't scoring that goal either. I mean, so both teams are standing there like assholes. Yeah, exactly. But that's the that's the style of play you're glorifying right now. So you know you know what I'm saying now. Like that's a pussy ass way to play, but uh, anyways, well, yeah, we'll move on because you know nothing's gonna give Spurs those three points anymore, unfortunately. But uh, let's see, West Ham and Palace, wow, what a bicycle kick by Haller, sheesh. Uh, uh, Norwegian? Uh, I think he's German actually, but you know, obviously not, not at the top of the pecking order for Germany. Um, no, Werner gets that. Yeah, for sure. Werner, I well, not even Muller anymore. But I mean, Germany is just a tough, a tough squad to get into, really. But Haller hasn't really done himself any favors. But it's nice to see him score today. Um, probably up there with the best target men in the league currently. 
obviously Harry Kane's always going to be probably the best, but he doesn't even play that anymore. He's more of a counterattacker now. But um, and then Benteke, deep line you know, playmaker. Turn, back. With yeah, he's eight goals by the way. Yeah, nine yeah. goals. I'm not sure. I, I don't really keep up with them. Um, but yeah, he's definitely one of their leading scorers. Top five. Yeah, for sure. And then Benteke. One, one, double hockey sticks. Double hockey sticks, yeah. Pretty boring match. Uh, Damn, we went on about an hour and a half for the Prem. Uh, do you want to talk about this weekend's games? It's, sheesh, we, I mean, we could, but it's going to take a lot of time. So it's on you. Let's just run through them. Uh, and right. then we'll talk about La Liga and whatever other news that we have. Uh, um. Let's see here. Uh, the next game's up tomorrow. Aston Villa hosting Burnley. Uh, I'll take Aston Villa. Yeah. Two I'll to one. Them. One zero. Um, Burnley's a piece of shit team. I don't like them. Uh, yeah, whatever. And then Sheffield United hosting Manchester United. Uh, wow. I don't know. I'll take Manchester United two to zero. Yeah, yeah. United should win that. Um, and then this weekend's games: Crystal Palace hosting Liverpool. I'll give that to Liverpool. Yeah, I agree. Liverpool should win that. And then Southampton hosting City. That's a really good match. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, I have a one-one draw. One-one draw. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Everton hosting Arsenal. Fuck. Sheesh, that's a good one. Oh, man. I'll probably go Arsenal. Yeah, same. I just want to root for them. Yeah. Same, yeah. And then Newcastle hosting Fulham. Goddamn. Bunch of good matches. Uh, Fulham. I'll take Fulham. Yeah, I'll take Fulham there. And then Brighton hosting Sheffield. Fuck. You know, I'll give Sheffield that one. I feel like they'll they'll get the two to one win at the end. Man, yeah. Uh I'll actually go with the one one draw. I mean I think a point will be good for Sheffield in this case. I think Brighton are the better team. Yeah. And then Tottenham hosting Leicester. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a very good one. Um see. That's a Tottenham two to zero win for me. I have a nil-nil draw. Shit. Yeah, nil-nil draw on this one. Sort of like when they played Chelsea. Even though Chelsea had more possession and all, more shots, but they'll probably still end up nil-nil. Couldn't couldn't quite put it together. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll take a I'll take a two-zero win for Tottenham. Cool. And then uh, Leeds against. <laughs> I, I said I have a nil-nil draw. Uh, I have Leeds uh, United winning this one. You have United winning or Leeds? Uh, Leeds United. Leeds. Shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. That's a rivalry, be, though, isn't it? I don't even really know. I'd have to do my I research think, on that. I one. think it's a. I think it's a big rivalry. Like just like less, a little bit less than Liverpool United. Um, 
Yeah, I'll take United on that one. One to zero. Um, a heart, heartbreak. Just... Yeah, a heartbreaker for Leeds. <laughs> yeah. And the next match, I have Villa winning. Yeah, Villa. Villa's fine. Yeah. And then the next match, Burnley versus Wolves. I'll take Wolves on that one. Yeah, same. I'm never picking Burnley, by the way, this whole season. Whatever it's match they're in, I'm not yeah, they don't give you much to, to hang on to. Yeah, and then Chelsea hosting West Ham. Fuck, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take Chelsea on that one, though. Fucking 3-0. to zero. Yeah, I think Chelsea should win that for sure. All right. All right, so we'll move on to La Liga 2. Again, Athletic B-Ball is just like a terrible club this season. And then Valencia, not that great either, but they're... Mm, Mid table, fourteen points. They're actually Austin. even on the goal differential. Interesting. Hostia, vamos, Cristian Soler. Grande con el pe- el penalti. Fucking bum. Uh, and that's the last we heard of him, right? <laughs> it, well, you know what's funny is like he he's been scoring for Valencia. He ha- he actually has the most penalties in all top five leagues currently. Really. So, <laughs> What a character! Yeah, yeah, I saw that stat wow. today. He's tied with some other guy, I forget who, but but I was just like, yeah, it would be this motherfucker. <laughs> wow. Celebrated all of them, by the way. Wait, and well, when you have three against Real Madrid, to be fair, yeah. is he up there with Pinaldo? No, uh, Pinaldo actually can probably model on an H and M front. You know, this guy, the penalties is all he's got. He's got going for him. You know, Ronaldo, mm. well, the less said, the better. Yeah, of course. Um, Sevilla beats Hetafe 1-0. I don't remember. Did we? Who did you pick last week? Uh, I think I picked Sevilla, or I might have picked the draw for this one. Wow, Tony Cross with a banger. Sheesh. What a guy right. in it. Right outside the Media Luna. Boom. That's all she wrote. Wait, you're watching 2000. 18 highlights or I'm watching uh, Real Madrid uh-huh. contra Athletic Bilbao. Yeah, no, just clowning. Top player. <laughs> Top player. He's he's been playing good the last three four matches. He's back to his normal self. Damn uh, near. He was working off the brat the the yeah the bratwurst. Uh, so anyway, Wethka versus Alavet, uh, one to zero. Damn, I was a surprise. I had Alavés winning this one. Yeah, Alaves, uh, you know, after that Real Madrid surprise. Then the next match, my match of the week, my match of the weekend. Ha! Well, I called it. Yeah, uh, you two, did. two to zero win, Real Madrid over Atlet- Atletico uh, Madrid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, maybe, maybe this is my bias showing. Am I out of line to say it was domination by Real Madrid? No, no, I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree. I watched this game actually completely as well. It was a weekend game, but I totally agree with you because they, and I told you, I think we were texting during this match. From the beginning of the game, Real Madrid um, came at Atleti aggressively, and they were creating chances from the beginning, you know? And my the, the, the memory that sticks with me uh, was the shot by Benzema that in truth should have gone in. Oblak gets a palm to it, and then it comes off the post. And then from then on, it was just all Real. 
and deserved result. I mean, you look at the stats, they had more shots, more possession. They took the game to them, and uh, which I was expecting, but I was expecting Atleti, Atleti to be more fortified. You know what's funny is that Atleti played very similar to the way um, Tottenham play. And I like Atleti, I always have, but, you know, that's that's the style they've always had. So I'm actually kind of happy that, that Real won, and they deserve to win. Despite, I will say that their first goal came via a set piece, um, which is like, you know, it's a it's a 50-50, you know. That's, it depends, you know. Oh, the sometimes corner? Get, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you don't. But, you know, Casemiro has been one of those guys this season that you don't really expect to be scoring all the goals, but he's scored very important goals. Yeah, he's uh he gets himself into really good positions in, in set pieces and he possessions himself really well outside the box, you know, yeah. for deflections or for uh you know, for passes out and he's good for a for a good shot outside the box. He's good for a header here and there. Um man, he he's been playing so good lately. His game is I mean, you know what you're going to get from Casemiro. He's not fancy. He's not glamorous, but fuck, man, he he gets the job done. You know, you need a guy like that on your team if if you're gonna if you're gonna be competing for various uh, titles. Uh, Modric playing out of his fucking skin. Yeah. Uh, Courtois coming up with huge saves. Oh yeah, he had a, some really good saves in the second half. Um, they re and I man, I know I brought him up last week, but fucking Vasquez, man, even in this match against Bilbao that I'm watching. Good lord, man, he's he's yeah, like crack, he's getting co- confident too. Like he's he's putting up audacious crosses. He's making runs that maybe you're like ah oh, like before you'd be like shit, man, don't do that. But he's 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 growing in powers, man, for real. And uh, um, you know, Vinicius, he's a pain in the ass. Rodrigo, pain in the ass for for defenders. Uh, Asensio came in, did work. Man, the the whole team really impressed me. It was hard for me to pick just one guy, uh, man of the match. Um, Ben's, you know, no hay mucho que decir, tío. And Zidane even came out saying that he's the best French striker of all time. <laughs> Imagine that. No, the don't best say French that. player of all time saying that. Don't say that now. No, 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 I'm just kidding. No, honestly, you can make a case, truthfully. There's not many great uh, French strikers. Uh, Thierry Henry would like to have a word. Oh, he's a bum. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm kidding, dude. Nah, he's good, he's good. No, but, like, you know, I think we had this conversation way back, but when it comes to the statistical output, Benzema's clear. And I, oh, I, I, I would oh, agree with it down there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, Henry just did a bunch of things, and he... You know, football Henri's is like Ronaldinho. You know, Henri was just so glamorous, and the way he, with each you know move he made was so fun to watch. I would say that Henri had a longer, like a longer uh, prime than uh, Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho had maybe two, three years. Henri was good for like five or six. Yeah, but his best years were were at Arsenal and. Oh, for sure, a hundred percent. I honestly don't really remember him at Barcelona all that much. Like I, you know, I can't remember one piece of play off the top of my head that was like, oh shit, that's Henri. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's he not was, where he, he was more of a winger there. Yeah. I hate it. Well, he was he was a, a winger at, at Arsenal too, mm-hmm. but 
just his his he was a role player for uh, Pep, which didn't you know that wasn't Henri you know, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, Madrid looked really good. Uh, Cross, who I was super critical of for a good while, uh, Casemiro and Modric are all playing at a really high level. Vasquez, Benz, you know, Ben and and th- this kind of brings me to my thing is like Benz is finding a good run of form, but he's always been playing good. He just started scoring goals again so you know what i mean like yeah is for for a you know forward striker is form scoring goals or is it is it playing well or any player really well i mean for strikers i think goals goals is a big part of it mm-hmm. uh but you know for for you know a, a, just an average player i think it's uh you know consistency accuracy and that that meaning like pass accuracy you know ball retention if you're turning the ball over the way like for example Paul Pogba like you know I've noticed Paul Pogba turns the ball over quite frequent quite frequently you know um just to single out a player that comes to mind and you can tell he's trying some fancy dribble too it's not even like a bad yeah yeah and it's something that you don't see James Ward-Prowse do for example somebody who's the highest rated midfielder in the prem currently yeah it looks um, nice like on a highlight yeah nine times out of ten that shit's not working but a player that does get away with that a lot is like jack Grealish, and even like yep. we're, we're talking about what's that oh, i was gonna say de bruyne comes to mind too he he turns the ball over uh maybe not as much as pogba but he he does have a lot of turnovers but he, he has, has these passes, passes that yeah he has these passes that that come off and they look great but yeah, like seven, eight, nine times out of ten, they're not getting through. But uh, right. you know, that's the thing. You're just poking at the bear and, and seeing where the weaknesses lie. Um, but yeah, Benz is good for a sneaky one. You know, I'm, there's a ton of players really. But uh, fuck, what were we talking about? Oh, just uh. Oh yeah, Madrid. Madrid, yeah. Madrid, yeah, they're they're on a good run and uh, getting a clean sheet, two goals past. Atletico, and uh, I don't think we talked about Carvajal's long shot. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, Carvajal, Carvajal yeah. Had, he was, what, like 30 yards out? Yeah, that was a nice strike. He struck it from 30 yards out. It hits the post. O-block, you know, I... Th- it I don't came off his ass. In. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, think, uh, I don't think it goes in if he's not diving for it. But, you know, in an attempt to block it, he puts it in. And uh, that's really unfortunate. But it was a great strike either way, and uh, comes off his butt cheeks, and uh, gives Real Madrid the the two goal lead. And after that, uh, Real Madrid were content to uh, to hold on to that, and they absorbed pressure really well. And Atletico had a couple of good plays, but in the end, they couldn't really score. Um, yeah. Did you did you have any party thoughts? Oh. Uh, but the one thing worth mentioning, uh, Joao Felix came off really early in the second half. Yeah. He was pretty pissed off. Well, he didn't have a good match to begin with. But he was yeah. worried me. Every time he would get the ball, it would kind of like, I would be like, oh, fuck. You know, he's he's getting close to doing something with it. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. Always a, he's always a threat for sure. Got, I think, uh, you know, Simeone, just going back to his tactics – I, I forgot who he brought on, but he just brought on like more defensive players, which was surprising to me. Yeah, he switched uh, Joao Felix with the. Um... Oh damn! I guess I could look it up. 
but he switched him for a defensive player. Yeah, that's what I yeah, I remember. And it was it was kind of weird. Um but like you said, uh Simeone's always gonna be more defensive minded than than your typical oh, Yeah. He came uh Sa- Saul, you guys Saul came. yeah, Saul, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like for real? Like I mean, I don't know. I would have taken off Koke or or I don't know, like well he did take off Ache Ache too, but I mean, you know, somebody like that, don't take off Joao, bro. That's a ninety. He needs to play ninety, man, you know, but you know uh, Thomas Lamar, man. Oh, what a fucking bottler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking oh dude, yeah, that was so trash, man. <laughs> hey, bottler. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for the big six and and uh the Prem, he'd be our bottler of the week. Mm-hmm. He had a few good chances actually, right? Yeah, yeah, he had a few. The but the most one... memorable, yeah, that was the one where he was just to the right or to the left of the goal. Man. Raheem Sterling esque, you know, just <laughs> fucking yeah. But you know, yeah, I'm I'm kinda glad he didn't score because Raul, like Raul deserved to win this game, like I said, man. And they and uh, right, yeah. Uh yeah, I'm not exaggerating, I'm not being a fan when I say that they dominated. Yeah. They had they had their way. Mm-hmm. And uh, Real Madrid is looking better than they have in, I don't know, a really long time. Yeah. My my only gripe is that, you know, I would have liked to see a goal come from, like, build-up. But that's, like, the that's the best kind of goal you can score, really. Like, I mean, I'm talking about, like, possession, 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 boom, bam, bing, final touch is, a, is in the goal. Like, the, the yeah. Carvajal goal came off of, like, a, I think it was a corner as well. Ball trickles out to the top of the box, and he he hit it perfectly. To be fair, and then you know, Casemiro. I think it was a play that, goal. yeah. I think it was, but but we had enough of those plays where that that just happened to not go in, like the Ben's goal or the. Uh, right, right. Yeah, we 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 made enough plays for for it to to not end that way, but it just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we were we were pretty dominant, and uh, I'm I'm really happy about it because Atletico have been obviously the best team for the whole season. And they still yeah. have a, a couple of games in hand, being on top of the league. So, you know, they're the it's still a bit of a, a mountain to climb, if you will. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with that win. Right. And uh, moving on from that, uh, uh, Sociedad versus Abar. Um. So Sociedad started off really hot. Uh, with Abar, that's six draws in a row in all comps. Mm-hmm. They haven't won a match since, let me tell you, uh, since they beat Cadiz on the 22nd of uh, November. Every match since then, uh, Europa League, they got um, donuts against uh, Villarreal, double hockey sticks. Europa League, Reika. 2-2, two two, Alavet, 0-0, zero zero, Napoli, 1-1, one one, Eibar, 1-1, one one, six draws in a row in all comps, three three in the league, uh, which gets you a total of three points out of nine. For a team that started off so hot, um, they're, they're at 26 points. They, they should be way higher than that. Yeah, I agree, you know. Um, and they're, lose, they're tying to teams that are not that great. Yeah. They should be winning those. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, you know, 
I don't know. I feel like Sociedad is going to be one of those teams that overperform against the great teams and, you know, just play to the level of their opposition when it's like teams like Abar. We'll have to see, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, they tie against Abar, and uh, they ended up losing to Barcelona, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Jam, where am I? Okay. Mm-hmm. Betis tie against Villarreal, one to one double hockey sticks. Hey, hey, my boy though, Pau Torres, don't sleep. If you need <sighs> a center back, he's nice. <laughs> he's nice. Yeah. Yeah, Villarreal is also one of those teams that draws a lot, um, but they're not as high up as uh, Sociedad. They're they're at uh, 22 points, but even still, they're kind of stuck where they've been for a good while because they were on top with Sociedad for a good while. Yeah. And uh, moving on from that, Granada beats Elche 1-0. Expected. Yeah, yeah that's standard. And then Barcelona beats Levante, which you so kindly put it last week. If they uh, if they lose, they gotta get rid of Kuman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kuman bought himself a couple of weeks. Um, they won one to zero at the end, almost off yeah. of Messi magic. Um, is it worrying that they barely beat Levante? It is, it is, and it was funny because I I tweeted on the weekend that I was like I was like Barca fans, don't worry if if you squint your art your eyes hard enough, it kind of looks like you beat Juve, because they were fucking wearing like black and white uh striped jerseys. Yeah. But yeah, they sh- honestly Levante that should be food, bro. That should be fucking. It used food. to be food. Yeah, but you know, to be to be fair, I'm I'm glad the goal got his goal, but you know, fucking hell. Tragic team, man. Like you said, yeah. this is just kind of like when you have a pop tire and you just put a patch on it and it'll last you for like a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what they're like right now. Yeah, the, it, it tricks people into thinking. It tricks Kuman himself because I'm sure his ego is up through the roof. Where he's like, yeah, I did a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have a pie tonight. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you take that. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Fucking and then, uh. Celta Vigo beats Cadiz. Cadiz, they've been surprising everybody. So for for Celta Vigo to to put four above them, mm, uh, four yeah, on their I'll head tops, them. as you like to say. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough. tough. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that, but you but know. They're, but they're both like they're mid-table teams. They're like straight in the middle, so it's understandable yeah. that that they go at each other's necks. But four to zero, whoo. Yeah, that's a lot. Whoa. To be fair, though, I think Cadiz will. I mean, this is a tough result for them, but they're they'll be happy where they're at on the table. They just kind of got to regroup and you know analyze what they did wrong. Cause Celta isn't the type of team to put four on anybody. Uh, I mean, you know, and and, and especially the way Cadiz has played this season. Yeah, Cadiz, they're negative on goal differential. Sheesh. Yeah, it tells you all you got to know in it. Yeah. Well, everybody other than the top six are negative. So weird. What the fuck? What? What's going on with this league? Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Um. Four to zero. Uh. Moving on from that. Uh. There was a midweek game on Tuesday. Uh. Madrid versus 
Athletic, Athletic Bilbao. Oh, uh, Madrid puts a three to one on them. Mm-hmm. The score is a little tricky. Uh, in terms of the way everything happened, you but Madrid are obviously. I'm watching it right now. Madrid mm-hmm. are obviously the better team. Um, but it was it wasn't until the end where Madrid actually solidified that three to one win because uh, Bilbao had a pretty good chance at the very end and that would have made it two two. Uh, yeah. Having said that. Madrid are playing the best football that they've been playing. Uh, I want to say since since we've won uh, the the last Champions League title. Yeah, I mean it feels like it's the first time where you know you guys string some results together and you know get the goals going. Because for a lot a large part of the time it was like, well you guys would get wins, but sometimes it'd be like, oh shit, we only won because you know we had this penalty so or so yeah. Or if it was like, oh, this own goal. There's always an asterisk. Yeah. Exactly. No, I think now it's. I mean, to be fair, this was a. There was a red card in the game, and and that obviously has a big effect on the game. But you know, regardless, uh, you know, it's still good to see uh, Benzema to get the brace and Cruz to get his goal, despite you know the circumstance that that still does wonders for for a player's confidence. And you can only hope it rolls over, and maybe this is a good moment for Zidane to kind of just shove away all the fucking sacking rumors and all that and just go on a, on a run right now. You don't have to worry about champions league until next year. So I think this is the perfect time for them to catch a form. If I'm being honest. Yeah. And, and catching form, they are, uh, we're, we're looking really good. The, the ball is flowing. It's not being stagnant. Uh, players are actually, they're having a good attitude about it. Cross, Cross and Modric, you know, Modric always puts in a shift, but he's playing good. When he's playing good, there's like this certain sort of fluidity that the team has in the midfield, and there's this certain link. And uh, Vasquez has been the X factor, really. So I, I really like how the team is moving right now. Carvajal is back to me, uh, the best right back in the game. I know that's that's me being biased. You know, that's overlooking Trent Arnold. That's overlooking Kyle Walker. Mm-hmm. That's overlooking. He's up there. Uh, but uh, yeah, to me, he's the best right back in in, uh, in all of football. Um, yeah. I mean, you can make a case uh, for sure. I think he's yeah. up there. Like, it's not outrageous. Making, yeah, if you make an A one class of right backs, he's he's got to be in the combo for sure. Exactly. Uh, um, yeah. Um, I I just like the. I mean, Courtois fucking that's a wall he's had he's so been really good lately season. yeah uh yeah. most of the goals you know haven't really been you know anything he can do about it but uh yeah we're 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 looking good and uh we're we're just getting into the middle of the season where things are really starting to to get together uh yeah that's that's really all i can say but is just they're not a terrible team as far as people go, but they're tragic. <laughs> that's that's my best way to describe it. <laughs> they're not good. They're not, not a good. Team. Yeah, that's food for mm-hmm. most teams. Yeah. Um. So moving on from that, three to one win, good win. Barcelona beats Sociedad. Sociedad continues their their uh, streak of non wins. That's uh, seven games in a row without a win. In all comps, yeah. um, not not quite the team that we were talking about in October. 
Yeah, um, they're kind of starting to cool off. Um, I don't know what to chalk it down to. Sometimes it's bad luck, and but to be fair, a lot of their results where they were positive going going forward this season, they were like you know two one wins, one zero wins, you know. So those, those results can be kind of uh, tricky at times. Like they might give the impression that they're better than they are. Mm-hmm. I still think uh, Sociedad's going to finish top four at the very least. But um, I think right now Barcelona and Madrid and Atleti are the top three, and, and especially with Barca and Madrid picking up form, it's going to be hard for them to keep Barca? Up. Well, I mean, you know, right now they're, I know they're far back, but I think they're, they're going to start to hit that curve where they're going to start picking up results. You know, obviously there's not too much evidence of that, but I, that's just me kind of trying to get ahead of yeah, it. Yeah, I, I... You know, they Barcelona gets results. That that's not a, that's never really been a problem. Mm-hmm. But they're fooling everybody. I think and, they'll get top ahead. three though. They'll they'll probably get top three though. I mm-hmm. will say that, and they'll probably just nudge Sociedad off, and then Sociedad mm-hmm. will get probably like fourth. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I, I I'm actually kind of rooting for Sociedad because I like a lot of their players. But yeah, I think right now, you know, the, the title is going to go to Madrid. Whether it's in Atletico's camp or Real's, that those are the two title favorites for me at the Shit. moment. In yeah. terms of form, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and going forward, I mean, all the best teams in the world right now are gonna are just starting to pick up form now. I think there's been teams that kind of have fooled us right now in in both leagues, by the way. I but think we'll in all see. leagues. Yeah, yeah, in all leagues. Um, I, I thought, think uh, even mm-hmm. in France, uh, uh, PSG isn't in first. I think, uh, yeah, they, uh, other than Germany, of course, I think. Oh, no, even, even Germany, bro. Uh, oh, let, yeah. Let me get oh, the top five. Yeah, Leverkusen, exactly. Um, let's see. Actually, I, I had I had the, the list of... Uh, Serie A. I'll give it to you in a little bit. First, I think. Yeah, and then, you know, Juve has won the last nine leagues, so that's like, that's crazy to think, you know, but... It's it's crazy, man. Crazy times right now, all across Europe. Not only in Spain, not only in England. Damn, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta beat America in the Champions League. Fucking hell. Um, damn, dude. Both teams are oh, trash. Dude, what's how's how's LAFC doing right now? Because I know they're playing. Uh, they're drawing with Cruz Azul. Nil nil or. Nil nil. One one. Oh one one. Fucking hell. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good one there. Um. I mean, I hope Cruz Azul wins, but you know that's just—I'm never gonna root for LAFC. That's just—that's just me, though. That's never gonna happen. That's a fake LA team. Facts. Oh, some people might be a little offended by that, but uh. They can, they can be offended all they want. <laughs> Sheesh. Um, but anyway, we 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 veered off track pretty bad. Um. Uh, fuck. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, La Liga. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I do got your top five. Well, I guess not anymore. But uh, right now, wait, is is uh, Atleti still top right now? Yeah, they are. Atleti, Leverkusen, AC Milan, Lille. Fuck. And then Liverpool. It was Tottenham, but it was Tottenham, yeah. You know, it's such is the game, and they can get back there, but it's gonna it's gonna be a tricky time as all teams are picking up for them. Yeah, it's it's an interesting time of football, man. We're, we're at the. I, I think I don't know if if things have been this loose for a long time. 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll go on to this week's matches, this weekend's matches of uh, of um, of La Liga, and then uh, if we have any other side comments about the game, we'll we'll, we'll get into that. But uh, Friday, Bilbao uh, hosting Huesca. Come on, Bilbao, get this shit done, man. Iñaki Williams, somebody, Kappa, <laughs> somebody, somebody. Uh, do something. Fucking Munyain, fucking hell. Do something. Look. Atletico yeah. versus Elche, that's money. Atletico winning that. Yeah. No problem. Atletico Madrid. Uh, Barcelona versus uh, Valencia. Oh. Damn, that's oh. a good one. Uh, I think Barcelona will win. But I, I mean, think you, uh, Barcelona will bottle it. Whoa. I have zero faith in Barcelona this season, man. Yeah. For real. Damn. Um, I, hey. I'd be disappointed if they made it into Champions League, honestly. I really, I really want Kuman out. I don't like Kuman. Ah, uh, but let oh. it be Louis Van Hall, right? Oh no, Van, oh, shit. that's that's the that's another guy cut from the same cloth. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, moving on from that, uh, Levante versus Sociedad. Sociedad, I have oh, man, They have to win, right? Hope so. Yeah, they have to. I, I, I don't want to see. Upsets. Yeah. I'm very neutral about about Sociedad, so let's let's fucking let's get a win, yeah. Uh Osasuna versus Villarreal. Uh come on, Villarreal. Villarreal. Yeah, Villarreal should win that. Sevilla versus Valladolid, that's easy money. That's a three nil win. Yeah. And then Sunday, Salta Vigo versus Alabeth. Oh, I'll take Sasha Vigo 1-0. Ah, fucking hell. That's a tough one. I'll go 2-2 two, 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 two draw. But I think, man, both of these teams have the capacity to win. We'll have to see. Uh, Granada versus Betis. I'll take Betis. Same. Yeah. Uh, Cadiz Getafe. I'll take Cadiz. They Cadiz. took an L. They're going to bounce back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Abar versus Real Madrid. Yeah, oh, I think... You know, Abar, Abar at home... For some reason, always, always. Ah, uh, yeah, I love their stadium too, man. Yeah, oh man, it's one of my Beautiful. favorite. Stadiums. It's like it's in the countryside. Yeah, yeah it's like, is it right in the countryside? There's apartments oh, right next to the bleachers. Yeah, it's badass, man. It's but I, I, I still think Madrid should win, man. man I'll take I think Madrid. They're playing too good. Yeah, I think, I think we'll struggle on this one. It's a two to one win. Yeah, it won't be pretty, but I think they should win. Man. Yeah. So that's our wrap up for uh, Prem and La Liga. Um, let's talk about some other stuff on on the side of football, like not not on the pitch. Um, and I meant to bring this up on the. We're, we're almost done here. It's been over two hours now. But uh, <laughs> in a, I meant to bring this up on the Manchester City and Manchester United match on the post game. Uh, Roy Keane. You know, infamous hard ass. Yeah. Uh, was talking about how he's upset that there's only two cards. He's talking about, uh, like, oh, players are too friendly and there's all these smiles after the game and shit and this and that. And um, look, man, I'm one of those guys that I, I don't like my opposition. Like, I want to antagonize you guys. <laughs> like, we're not, like, on the pitch. You're not my friend, this and that, and stuff. 
But I'm also not out to fucking break a guy's leg. You know what I mean? Which is exactly what Roy Keane was. Well, because when he's talking about cards, you're talking about like guys fighting. You're talking about guys fucking two footing other guys. You're talking about and yeah. not playing football. Shit, shit Shit Yeah, you're talking up. about shit Yeah, straight up. And that's anti football. Like you're talking about the purity of the game. Like oh, you you're supposed to be competing. Like do you do you understand that you're talking about anti football? You're talking about wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as hard ass as he wants to be, you know, and he is a legend of the game. I'm not going to take that away, but you, you're not talking about football anymore, my man. You're you're talking about guys fucking breaking each other's legs. <laughs> That's bitch assery, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't like those comments. I think it's fucking stupid. Like, you don't have to be enemies with your teammate or with your um, opponents. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be friends, but you don't have to hate the guy either. Doesn't right. take away from the competition, and uh, that bothered me. I didn't like it. Um, I don't know if you have anything to say about that. Yeah, yeah, he's tripping. He's tripping. Um, to be fair, I think right now both United and City are at a, at a point in the league where the the matches aren't that passionate because neither team is really competing for much currently. We're both kind of. At least for City, we're definitely underachieving. Even for United, you know, historically at least. Uh, so I, I don't feel like that same vigor exists. The the second thing, and this is the biggest thing for me, there's no fans. There's no fans. Manchester Derby, fans from, from the same city converging and screaming at the players, being on their ass, is going to bring that kind of reaction out of yeah, both sides. That's true. So yeah. that's, that's just not going to happen, you know. Um, and then also the way they set out to play each other, they were both very cautious, both very respectful of each of each other. I mean, I understand what he's saying. Is this was the softest derby I've seen in the past? Hey, actually, yeah. in my whole city fandom. But there's reasons for it, and I, my biggest reason is lack of fans, lack of atmosphere. Uh, you know, just lack of urgency, really. But um, yeah. it really seemed like both teams were happy to go away with the point and with state of the league and the way it's going the way that no team is really taking it by the fucking scruff of the neck it's a good point and uh but yeah uh roy Keane's tripping but if you look at his highlights you, you know what kind of player roy Keane was man he was a two-footer yeah. he was a he loved to rile that shit up so yeah i don't yeah. agree with him but i understand what he's saying yeah yeah um no need to be a piece of shit on the pitch um right. but you know a good a good a good uh uh, scrap. It, it, it's not too far gone. Anyway, uh, moving on. Um, oh, speaking of, of uh, United, uh, Mino Raola, I don't know if this was last week or early this week, but he's saying that Pogba is as good as gone from uh, from United. Uh, in in layman's terms, basically, uh, yeah. Mino Raola is one of the most powerful people in football. He's he's uh, the agent for the bigger stars, and yeah, yeah, uh, um, probably the biggest piece of shit in football. Yeah, he's always been he's always been antagonistic, divisive, offensive, and I, I can tell you this because I've, I, you know, I've been a City fan since 2011, and I remember when Yaya, you know, was playing for us, and every uh, time he yeah. had to. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. He had to like renew a contract or 
whatever the case was, man, this guy was always piping up and just riling up, stirring the pot for no reason. And then Yaya would have to come out and be like, no, you know, that's not where my head's at. This is, you know, this, this, this in the third, you know, blah, blah, blah. This guy, he's always, he's always trying to just spark some shit, man. And, and I don't, I've never been a fan of the guy. Currently, he's he's also the agent of Erling Haaland, which is a big big reason why I I think we're not gonna go for him is because he's represented by that fucking scumbag. And uh, truthfully, he's really after his own interest, and he goes and takes his players wherever well, he thinks he's gonna get the most money. Yeah, in football, uh, in football, there's a, uh, it's not as regulated as like American sports. But mm-hmm. in football, agents get a sell-on fee. So, yeah. like in, in in all sports, like agents get a cut from the from the players' wages or the salary or earnings. Transfer fee. Yeah. yeah, but in, in football, they get a cut from the transfer fee. Mm-hmm. So it's in the best interest of the agent to get as high as a, a transfer fee from the player, even though the player gets nothing from it. Um. But the but the the agent gets something, and uh, obviously, in negotiating for the highest amount of salary, they get a cut of that as well. Um, but this guy, he has no problem. And players, you know, they we we got to be fair and say players, they they know what they want, and and they're gonna try and get the highest amount of money as well, and, and they're okay with putting the the brunt of the blame and the spotlight on the on the manager as well. Right. Right. Yeah. So somewhat like Pokemon's like, oh, you got to talk to my agent. You know, all, all I care about is football when we know damn well he's like, get me as much money as possible or get me out of uh, United as soon as possible and shit. And he's like, well, you got to talk to my agent about that, you know, mm-hmm. and players in all sports do that shit. They, yeah. They, they they brush off the blame onto somebody else. And, and uh, Mino Raola uh, is all too comfortable being known as a complete scumbag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, if, if you're represented by him, more power to you. Yeah. You're getting the, the probably a really good bag. But yeah. as as a representative of the player, man, as an extension of the player, you're just a, a straight bell. And mm-hmm. even with the things he says, man, and he's very divisive. I've never been a fan of the guy. And uh, Yeah, same. Really, Hopefully he fizzles out, man, because it's it's looking like it. He he only represents a certain amount of players now. Back then he represented a lot more players. In fact, he's still Zlatan's agent. Once Zlatan retires, Bogba will probably be the biggest player he represents. And once Bogba's out, you know, not many. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy how 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 powerful agents have become in this day and age. And you know, that's that's a big part of the business. I mean, that extends to clutch sports, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, man. Clutch sports is a, is an interesting uh, facet there too. Very similar, but not as antagonistic though. I'll at least give Rich Paul that benefit, you know. Um, but you know, Rich Paul has handled it much better. That's why he he still represents a lot of top players. Show me the money. You ever see Jerry Maguire? Ah, uh, might have been a little bit before my time, champ. Oh, man, it's a good movie. <laughs> you should catch it, man. Yes, sir. Uh, but uh, anyway, um. Yeah, I mean, that's all we can say about uh, Mino Raiola. Uh, another thing that we didn't really get into is uh, the Champions League draw. Right. Oof. Um, a lot of good matches there. Uh, I would say that 
Chelsea got the worst of it, being the first place of their group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they did get a tough draw. But uh, if they're um, so good, they shouldn't be worried, right? No, yeah, easy money. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll just wait till we cross that bridge. Uh, so should we talk about the teams that are playing against each other? Sure. I mean, I don't know if you want to give a prediction now. I know it's kind of early. I, with these type of things, I like because you know these games aren't going to be played till next year. But mm-hmm. February. Uh, I, yeah, I think the let's see. Actually, I need to look at the yeah at the teams. I, I I just pulled it up. Right. There was two. There was two matches where I was like, "Fuck, that's a tough draw." I just don't yeah. remember them. I think Byron was one of them. Mm. Who's Bayern playing again? Uh, Bayern's playing Lazio. Oh, never mind. No, no, it wasn't Bayern. Oh, it was PSG. Sorry, it was PSG. Yeah, but I, th- I think that's I think that's all PSG. Think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll let you pull it up real quick. Yeah, yeah. My bad. I, I. The only way I have it is I just remembered I sent it to my. To one of the group chats with some of my homies, and uh, I was trying to look for it right now, scrolling up the group chat. It's just too much banter in here. Um, but I, what my favorite thing was, uh, people mentioning how many uh, uh, U.S. players are going to be partaking in the Champions League. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it's, inter- it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, like we're going to have half uh, of them aren't even getting regular playing time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, Juventus is playing Porto, no? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, actually, I have them. I have them up now. Um, oh, sorry. Actually, I'm looking at the wrong one. Uh, but that that should be a good match. You know, you're gonna have a uh, Weston McKinney against Tecatito, so two Concacaf products showing out there. It's gonna be a nice run. All right. So we have Mönchengladbach uh, versus Manchester City. Yeah. I mean. I'll give my prediction. I'll take City over that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Um, I will say, though, I, I, I admire and respect uh, Mönchengladbach's, uh, you know, attack. But I think our defense is pretty solid right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I see no problem scoring on them. So uh, I'll fancy my chances. Because because they like their own attack. Yeah. You know, they, they favor their attack really well. Um. So in the two-game match, Mönchengladbach, I think, is going to fall against City. Uh, Lazio versus Bayern Munich. That should be Bayern. Papa, Bayern, Bayern München. Yeah. By by a pretty good margin. Uh, Atletico versus Chelsea. Uh, I'll take Atletico in that tie. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough draw. Atletico's in a really good moment, Joao Felix. Um and they have depth on top of everything. Uh, they have I think yeah. they're they're a bit thicker than Chelsea. They're just more prepared too, you know. They've been in this competition for years. You know, they haven't missed in a while, so I just I'd put I can Atletico, see them just winning. Yeah, I yeah. put Atletico in one of the favorites to win the whole fucking thing. They're they're like one of those tournament teams, you know. They're they're yeah. built pretty well. Um, yeah. Leipzig versus Liverpool. Damn, that's a good that's a good tie, man. Um, yeah, I have Liverpool winning still, but yeah, I, Leipzig have have the capacity to give them a tough run. 
Uh, very mm-hmm. similar. They play very similarly, actually, and you know German styles colliding there. Mm-hmm. Gonna be a fun one. Yeah. Versus yeah. Yeah, and uh, Porto versus Juventus. Um, yeah. yeah. That's a tough one. Um, I'll take Juventus on that one. That's via, right. Via Cristiano Ronaldo magic. Oh, I I was gonna say Weston McKinney, but yeah. Oh man, I thought you were gonna say Alvaro. Uh, uh dude. By the way, bottler of the week, man. <laughs> <laughs> a big old Trash, wet old man. raspberry, huh? Fucking hell, man! <laughs> what the fuck was he doing? He he had like a Balotelli moment with the back heel today and against Atalanta, but but that's none of my business. Uh, moving on though, Barca against Paris. Ah, man, that's a tough PSG one. On that, man. I have to take PSG. Uh, and uh, I think on paper they're better. Yeah, they are, and, and I anticipate uh, Neymar to be healthy by then. So, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, they're good. Um, yeah. Sevilla versus Dortmund. Wow. I think that's going to be That's the, a good one, man. I think I think that's the best one. That's the best. That's the most competitive one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the most. I mean, Barca PSG is up there, too. <sighs> oh, I'll, I'll take Girl. Uh, yeah. What's that? No, in terms of competitiveness. But, yeah, uh, for myself, I'll, I'll take Dortmund. I'll take Sevilla. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, I only say Dortmund because uh, uh, Haaland should be healthy by then. And by the way, uh, I know you're not a big fan of, of the guy, but Gio Reyna is solidifying himself as one of the top American players currently. Um, he I even scored. This. Whoa, whoa. Pulley God, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's up there. I, I do like his article on the, the, tri- the Players' Tribune. Oh yeah, man. That was a, uh, that, that, that was that like a whole that was a whole uh oh th- this were the steps on like I'm a good player, but anyway I wish my brother saw me too. Yeah. And that that was a little more of a self that was a little more a masturbation ma- mental masturbation, uh mm-hmm. disguised as a as a uh, as a what's it called a you know a heartfelt tribute to his brother. Uh, and that's the cynic. In, that's the cynic in me. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, c- cynically, I could see where you're, where you're coming off. But as somebody who who watched the Aguero goal, and and the joy that brought me as a fan, and knowing that he was a fan as well, because of his dad and his dad playing for Manchester City, as well as Demarcus Be- Demarcus Beasley, who um, he mentions having a good relationship with him as well because of his dad. I don't know. I, I felt him, man, because when I saw that, bro, you know me, I'm kind of a cynic too, man. So when, when I was tied... When that we was in the beginning of the article, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But when when I was watching that match, I was like, fuck, we're going to lose. So when, when I felt that moment of joy and when he describes it and having his brother there who was basically almost a vegetable at the time, and for, for that to ha- inspire a reaction out of him, I, it did bring a warm feeling to my heart, but um, I... You know, taking all that outside of the account, I think Gio Reyna is a top player. Um, I mean, he's just skilled. You know, he can score with both feet. He can assist. Mm. Playing at a good he's top. Oh, he's legitimately good. Um, yeah, he's good. It's not just because of his dad is what I'm trying to say, you know. Oh, yeah. It's despite his dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, way better than his dad. But, yeah, yeah that should be a fun run. I, I have Dortmund taking it, but it's going to be a good one. Haaland is, is probably the hottest striker in Europe. Uh, young striker, I should say. You know, there's still some good uh, ones out there. Sly has a has a word. 
Oh, he's good too, but Haaland, man, fucking hell, what a player. Yeah. Uh, and then Atalanta, Madrid, I, you know, obviously conscious and, and experience wow. says Madrid, right? But Atalanta's no slump. You know, the way uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach made it tough for, for Real Madrid, I could see them making it similarly difficult. But I think uh, with the form that Madrid's picking up at the moment, by this time, they should be running at full cylinder. So and, I have uh, Madrid winning. Hopefully Hazard is, is up and running. Oh, man. Hey, man. Just it, it's, it's time to sell that Hazard stock, man. You by think way, so? I don't know, man. I, I like him. He's a good player. But I don't think he's a player that you know was was touted to be the guy to lead the line for you guys and be the. Oh no 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 yeah, yeah no. I don't I don't know about being the leader or none of that. Yeah, it's just like you know <laughs> people wanted him to have that Ronaldo effect, and at, at some points you kind of believed it, right? But giving everything we know now, I don't know. And I don't know if you thought it was interesting, but those Paul Skull comments. I don't know if I sent that to you, but uh. Yeah, you did. You did. I was like, he might be bugging, but you know. It kind of looks like this motherfucker's spitting. Yeah, I was like, you know, the way the way that you know Hazard's playing now and Pulisic yeah, yeah. could be, but um, no, I have Raul winning this comfortably. Uh, uh, I guess Atalanta. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, we 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 just have too much class. Uh, and they have they have some turmoil on their part with the manager Gasperini and Gasperini. Gomez. It's a it's a power struggle between them. We talked about it last week, and it's ongoing. Um. Right now, it looks like Papu Gomez is bigger than the club. Bam, yeah. Vince, man. What a finish. There you go. That's a fucking in the match. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's it for the Champions League draw. Um, and I think that's it for the rest of the pod, man. I, I don't know if there's anything. Oh, I wanted I wanted to give a huge fucking uh, shout out to uh, uh, Jerry Bankston. Uh, Ondureño. CONCACAF player. Plays for uh, Globo Olimpia from Paraguay. He played 76 minutes in the uh, Champions League uh, with a fucking mask, man. What a fucking champ, huh? Yeah, what fucking a pl- champ. You know, that's that's a, as as the women say these days. That's big dick energy. <laughs> Fuck out of here. But yeah, that's a cool. <laughs> Damn, uh, I'm not even gonna ask, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh man that that's it for the pod this week man and hopefully next week we're back to normal we're doing this shit live in person um yeah but yeah man that's that's uh episode 26 any parting thoughts oh the fucking blues nah that's all i gotta say man oh yeah we're taking the champs this year buddy that's all all that's all i have have my luck to bank i want you all to challenge for it I want uh, you all to challenge for it. So uh, we'll see. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. But yeah, man, uh, been good talking. Uh, we can go on forever about football. And uh, maybe off the record, we'll talk more about the 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 Tottenham uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mentality. But I, yeah, man, uh, it's been good. Uh, we'll we'll talk next week, man. Definitely, bro. I look the forward to the fucking bottlers. Up the bottlers. All right, man. Take care. You too, Brody. Cheers.